0: I'm gonna be excited, like, throughout this entire podcast. That is
1: entirely within the spirit of this podcast. Yay! Hanari. Hi! (laughs) <laughs> How's it going? Welcome to the Actual Garbage Podcast. This is your first time on.
0: Yes, this is my first time on this podcast.
1: Hanari, who are you?
0: Hi, I'm Hanari. Hi. Um, No, seriously. Um, my name is Hanari Solomon. I'm a cosplayer in the Florida convention circuit, and I'm also kind of an internet person that does stuff on Tumblr through my URL, Hanari-san. And a lot of people seem to like me for some reason. I can't think of why.
2: We'll get back to that. Dylan is also in the room. I'm here. In fact, I've introduced myself at least three times. That is true. (laughs) Do you still do art? Yeah, uh, as much as ever, actually.
1: Fab-tabulous. And David's here. I do art occasionally as well. Uh, We're here because ShadowCon just happened. ShadowCon... A little convention, What Happens Down in Tampa. I was not there, unfortunately. No one fucking told me about it until it <laughs> was too late.
0: I tried. Uh, I guess
1: it was pretty yeah. it was It was too late. Yeah, I, I had to reschedule stuff for work to make that happen. And I don't really get yeah. that luxury in my job. Oh, no. yeah, but, but that was, you know, whatever. I got a cool thing out of it. If you haven't seen the tutorial
2: tutorial on the website, tutorial. that did in fact <laughs> happen. Um, but I how YouTube how people didn't catch that until they put up a tutorial on how to make it and go, holy shit, <laughs> they did
1: it! Yeah, no, it's...
2: I do wonder sometimes. Yeah. Um,
1: given, I mean, and given the number of opportunities for that in that game, priming on it. The, yeah, the
0: entire game sort of is awkward. just nothing but a long string of possibility jokes that is fantastic.
2: Uh, the next one's coming up in December. We could probably work time into that.
0: Holiday Matsuri! It's maybe, one of my favorite maybe. conventions.
2: How many conventions do you go to normally, Hanari? Uh,
0: one a month. Okay. Um, sometimes. Well, it depends because um, the bigger conventions like Megacon and Metrocon, I go to like straight up because those are my conventions. But now I'm boothing with two people who are predominantly well-known in the Florida area. And Does who's your booth set, have a name? Um, Epicycle Studios. Okay. Yep. It is run by Tiffany Cipher and Sarah Pike, and they are two really pretty well-known artists in the Florida convention sphere.
2: Also cosplayers?
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, for they the most double. part. Yeah.
2: They have uh costumes, but because they work at a booth, they usually just sit at the booth in cosplay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. But they do cosplay, they do a lot of cosplays, but it's mostly behind the booth cosplays. But I know uh, what they do is they uh actually Tiffany manages to make an entire living off of going to conventions and selling their prints and the art that they have through Epicycle Studios, which is really impressive to me what? because they like
1: Is that something you're trying to pull off?
0: It's something that I'd like to do, but really I want to be like a competitive cosplayer and go into that sphere because I think that that'd be that'd be a lot of fun, but being with them through the con circuit and um being a part of their booth is also really helpful monetarily because I sell like wallets and stuff that I make, which are really, really neat, which lend card holders for conventions, which a lot of people seem to really like. And I it helps me out a lot. But soon I'm gonna start selling prints through them. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun.
2: Yeah, the symbiosis that they have going on <laughs> is cosplay really draws in attention. Uh, whereas the that's act- what most people know about conventions if they know yeah. anything about them, yeah, it, it's the it's the eye catcher yeah. It's the talker. I mean even when she wasn't in cosplay mm-hmm. She was uh, trying to pull people in because I'm uh, a
0: wonderful salesperson. Yeah,
2: she was doing she <laughs> we'll get to side. that as well Yay! Yeah, she does the marketing side for them um, because a lot of doing mm-hmm. art or any creative endeavor is so much of your time and you know maybe talking to people pulling them in explaining why they should buy your stuff um, is a skill all its own. So they've been kind of working back and forth with, uh, the marketing side of it and using cosplay. People and can't see been it, but I'm holding
0: signs to the, to the microphone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've been, you know, supporting... I mean, we went to the convention essentially for free. Uh, because we, we get
0: dealer's badges! Yeah,
2: she got a dealer's badge. Which is um, infinitely
0: cheaper than the actual convention badge.
2: Yeah, and we roomed with them, so... Hey, you can come with us basically for free... Just as long make sure as you we sell, sell things. More. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I've helped them immensely at Tampa Bay comic con. Like I helped them double what they thought that they were going to make. And that was fun.
1: Where did you get into this? Like I understand the, 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 more proximate Avenue that you just like this kind of stuff, but where did, where did you slip and fall and become the internet hustler that people know you as? today?
0: <laughs> internet hustler. I love that. Um, I don't really know. Uh, I, I can tell you when I started. Was it
2: just a slippery slope? Did you just gradually. F- well, eventually did. you go, I need to keep this going and the money is here. Yeah, well, was For there a point it? like that?
0: Well, it was. It's not like it just kind of became a thing. Like it. It. Ah, man, it's It's really complicated to think because there's. How did. What's the slippery slope between getting into cosplaying and conventioning and what's the slippery slope between getting into making money off of cosplaying? Let's talk money. Money, yeah, always. Um. The money thing that I—I'm a ha-
1: cosplayer.
2: That doesn't take shit. Yeah, Let <laughs> oh my god. That takes money.
0: Yep. Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of money. It's really yeah. Turning it back
2: around into money is the uh, yeah.
0: You have, but, you have
2: to commit to that.
0: But what I did for a long time, when uh, it was years ago, maybe 2012, when I started, I looked up a tutorial to make wallets out of duct tape. And back then, I was sh- absolutely shit at it. Now I can blast it out in eight. Like I can. Yeah. I've timed myself. I can knock out a wallet in eight minutes.
1: Do you do demos on how to do that?
0: No.
1: You don't do any performance art in that role? Well,
0: no, because, like, there's already a shit ton of tutorials on YouTube about it. That's how I learned it. No, that's not the
1: angle I'm talking. I'm talking performance art the same way you get
2: people who do spray paint art where they show Mm. you the process.
0: Oh. Yeah, if somebody
2: came up with an image, would you be able to make them at conventions?
0: Yeah, um, like, an image, like, like, what?
2: Any commission. Do you have a Speed Wallet video?
0: Oh, my God, no, I don't have a Speed Wallet video. Go for it. I should, I could probably make one, absolutely, I'm not going to go through and explain how I did it because I just like, I, I focus and I'm just like, do it and then it gets done.
2: Yeah. Sweet
0: That's thing. how I work.
2: <laughs> Editing. Yeah. We can talk over later. <laughs>
0: uh, but that takes effort.
1: <laughs> Speaking of effort, the way that my life ties into ShadowCon, regardless of the way that we'll get to the actual convention itself um, Undertale
2: happened a little while ago. Uh, it was uh, the big thing that happened there. Uh, I mean, we saw, what, at least six sands? Yeah,
0: six or seven different sands. to Lots of frisks. Um, I didn't see a Temmie. Really upset. Five,
2: I saw the temi. You saw the temi. Um, oh, you. Five metatons. It's been blowing up. Uh,
0: it's flavor of the month.
2: Yeah, the way you've been putting it, flavor of the month. Uh, mm-hmm. Something will get really big. And then kind of have a I've die seen it happen way too many
0: times in cons. It's it's flavor of the month. Yeah, It'll probably in- die out around like January.
2: They have one big year and then a deflation year, and then you might see it pop up from time but to time. But
1: while that flavor is hot, everyone in this but, yeah. room, by hook or crook, <laughs> picked a character. Yeah, and we're tried still in it. to assume that persona <laughs> yeah. at this convention intentionally or not. Yep. I picked Toriel Hanari.
0: Uh, I picked Frisk because I couldn't finish Undyne.
2: Yeah, we're going to be working on that, too. And I and got I did the papyrus. colors
0: wrong. I'm so mad. So,
2: we're so how did that turn out, guys? Um, the reception was really good.
0: He got so many people freaking out about his papyrus head. It was great. His papyrus head and Tiffany's sans head, because she based her sans head off of his. So yeah. they looked really uniform.
2: Um, something I've been noticing about a lot of the uh, con circuit, or at least the cosplay group, uh, even working with Hanari, the... Mindset of expedience over quality can interfere with a lot of people's costumes. People want to be the first, and they don't actually even care how good it is. And the approach that we've been trying to take is don't just be the first. Be the first best one. Yep. You should you should aspire to be the one that other people are basing theirs off Which of. Which
0: is what happened with Paradot when we made her. And now everyone that makes a Peridot cosplay, or not everyone, but a majority of the people that I've seen that have made a Peridot cosplay for Steven Universe have based themselves off of our tutorial. I've had people come up to me in a contest telling me that they base theirs off of mine, and that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, being, being the go-to guy, as an example, is uh, way more important than being just the first person to do it. Uh, I, I ran
1: into a fun example of that with Toriel, where I I was, I mean, to my to my awareness, I was the third person to even make yeah. a full Toriel mm-hmm. costume. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And I think I was the first one to make a good one, but I did get the sinking feeling <laughs> when right. I finally I saw I saw yeah. my nemesis. I found I saw a suit with a head that was better than mine.
2: Was it the vaping one?
1: It was very no. W- it was not. <laughs> oh my God. No, there was. Uh, it was. It was Maybe at some small con somewhere. I'll find a picture of it. But the Hands nose, on. the nose was better constructed. I like my yeah. eyes better, but the. the I like form, your eyes
0: too. I think it looks nice. Why? Thank you. <laughs> it's just.
1: It's just. I. I had that feeling where I had. I had first syndrome where if I had spent a little more time, probably could have done it a little better. Yeah. And now if there's a legacy, and it has passed me on. Uh, yeah, that's always is,
0: the stress of being being the person that ends up being the, the first best at whatever you do is that there's always this kind of need deep down that you always have to continue to be the best at that. And then yeah. if anyone does better than you, it kind of knocks you down. You planted yeah. your flag. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, But then
0: it gets into, like, the competitive sphere where you're not sure if you don't like something else just because you want to be better than it or you're not sure if you don't like something else because you genuinely don't like it. And it's it's a very weird mindset to have. It's kind of a little spry on elitism that I've been trying to avoid a lot.
2: Yeah, I've been noticing... I might have punched the mic there. Um, I've been noticing there are a lot of people, and I saw it even at this convention, where um, there were people who would argue about old things that they used to be into, referring to, you know, fandoms as this headspace of accepting a community around the thing that you like. And I saw somebody who likes an anime called Haikyu. Uh, uh, I a, love Haikyu. It's a gay sports anime. It's not of which there really are many gay,
0: right now. but it's it's a really good. It's the volleyball what, anime. What sport?
2: Oh, volleyball. Yeah, volleyball. it's the
0: volleyball anime. Yeah. It's a, it's um, actually really really good.
1: And they not saw... as gay
0: as everyone makes it out to be. It's not it's not free. They're all
1: is is that a is that an indictment or a compliment? <laughs> it's a. Yes. You know,
0: I'm not sure. It's just really good. Anyway, continue, sorry. Um
2: yeah, anyway, um, one of them was commenting on somebody who is still in Homestuck Cosplay, which reached its height in two thousand eleven. Yeah. And I was has there for slowly that. been waned. But it still shows up at pretty much every convention guaranteed. They made a comment of, Oh, you're still a part of that fandom. Wow, I used to do that too. Why haven't you moved on? <laughs> And I kind of uh-huh. turn to them and say, just because you're in first class doesn't mean you're not on the same plane. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're st- you're still hopping on to the popular thing at the moment. You're riding it out. Uh, and Don't to- be
0: afraid to like flavor of the month things and then get mad at other people well, that don't. And don't be afraid like to like things
2: because other people like them. Like You're
0: not going <laughs> to shit on someone for still liking Dragon Ball Z, are you? Because if you do, I'll come and kick your ass. Dragon yeah, Ball I mean, Z is fantastic.
2: There's this weird... Uh, elitism that has spurred from uh, everything kind of reaching a peak. Yeah, either reaching a peak of popularity or the internet is slowly creeping in to how people are interacting in real life at these conventions. They will hop in on a conversation that they overhear, make two comments about what you're talking about. They will be met with confusion and silence because this is real life. And then they'll leave. (laughs) I had a conversation with a 15-year-old and I was like, enjoying the conversation. How did you find that out? Huh? By asking. Yeah. It came up.
0: It was one of my friends.
2: How did
1: it come up? They asked my age. Why did that come up?
0: Because it's a thing. We're getting to the bottom of this. It's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you know this It's a thing that happens at conventions because when you're like, when you're 23 and you're walking around the con hall and you you find out that everyone's still in their teen years, you're just like, oh my God, holy shit. It's really weird.
1: All right, for conventions aren't like that, but I digress.
2: Yeah. Um, That was the other thing. Uh, ShadowCon had a much younger age group on average than I've seen. And I think that's just because of the time of year. Uh, A lot of people who work full-time jobs are doing full-time jobs. The con doesn't offer too much in terms of, you know,
0: That and the fact that last year was really depressing because it was on Halloween. And a lot of the season's con goers like me were just like, Yeah, I kind of had a shit time last year, so I'm not going to go. I went for the money.
2: Yeah, the timing of the convention was bizarre. How big is this convention generally?
0: It's not. It's well. Uh, it's kind of tiny.
2: Judging from what I saw it's this like time and year? from past times, um, I wouldn't assume they reach over a couple, like maybe two thousand people.
0: Yeah, it's on really the
1: small. Of Saturday. Which for people who are unindoctrinated <clears throat> with conventions, that is comparatively small.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to MegaCon, which brings in what was it, ninety-seven thousand this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Florida, Florida gets some big five-digit conventions. Oh yeah, yeah. and because of
0: Megacon, Metrocon, Supercon, even though it's a broader convention, Uh, the venue was—I forget
2: the name—I'm sure we can bring Um, it up. Tampa Bay. It was somewhere in Tampa Bay.
0: Tampa Bay Comic Con is one of the biggest ones.
2: Oh yeah. Um, oh, no, I was mentioning the resort that ShadowCon actually took place at. Oh, yeah, at. that place
0: was beautiful. I'm,
2: yeah, I'm sure we can hop back in on what that name was. I don't remember it off the top of my head.
0: It was uh, the Innisbrook Resort.
2: Innisbrook Resort. Uh, very beautiful place, but the convention hall was very low-key, probably for, you know, really where tiny. somebody would meet up and relax about, you know. the. Bi- it, it seemed more like a vacation spot than an actual convention center, much like you know the orlando convention center where it is we need to fit a whole bunch of fucking people in one spot
0: (laughs) or you can just be afo and keep going to the wyndham every year and then everyone just overcrowds it afo was great
1: i i asked the i asked the population size question how insular is the community that goes to shadow con like there's no way this is baby's first con this is a con you Mm -hmm. go to
0: after
2: knowing about other ones Yes. Yeah, yeah, pretty so. much. It's, it's a place where friends go to meet up.
0: <laughs> it's a, it's like one of the conventions that has already established its name as a convention, so people go for the sake of going to the convention. Whereas MegaCon is fucking MegaCon. It's for yeah. anybody. <laughs> Everybody yeah, no, you can
2: show up for the spectacle of MegaCon. Yeah. ShadowCon is an excuse to meet up with your internet friends. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. see it. Uh, which you know, a lot of conventions. Play a vital role in that. I would um,
0: call it. Uh, I I would call it in tier three is what I'd call it because I rank my conventions. What's tier one? Ranking tier one, to tier three. Tier one is New York Comic Con, which was great when I went. Oh my god. Okay, so tier no. one is
2: probably things that are on the news.
0: Yeah, new like MegaCon worthy. Tampa Bay is occasionally on the news. That's a very very big one. When I went, it was massively bigger than MetroCon. But uh, I rank I rank my conventions in three tiers. It is the national scale or scale of how big it is or how many people it draws. In, sure. the comfortable scale, and then tiny scale. And I'd have to put ShadowCon on Tier 3 as the tiny scale, whereas yeah. Holiday Matsuri and AFO would be the comfortable scale because they're conventions that everybody knows about. Everybody goes to it. It's become a tradition to go to there because AFO has the AFO pool party. Holiday Matsuri is the Christmas con, so everyone just automatically goes to them because they're just really good times.
2: So a good way to scale it would be uh, publicity, money-making, hanging out, and then just hanging out. Mm. Would probably be a good way to scale. Did them. you make any money while you were there?
0: I made money off of photo shoots because I stopped running large-scale photo shoots after the Homestuck debacle.
1: What kind of photo shooting are we talking?
0: Um, just like uh, private photography, location photography, portrait shots of other people's cosplays, good quality, like just general photo shoot pictures. Okay. Yeah, if
2: you have a high-quality camera, I mean that's a service in and of itself. I have a nice camera and you do not. Do you want nice pictures of you?
0: Yeah, and I have a lot of of friends in the Florida Con Circuit or just a lot of people that know about me in general, so I can go around and offer photo shoots to my friends and give them good pictures of their costumes and then still get something out of it. Like my friend Valerie, she just finished her Octoling cosplay, and she has this head sculpt that is absolutely flawless, and I just looked at it. What does this
1: creature look like?
0: It's literally, okay, if you played Splatoon, you know what an Octoling is, but if you don't...
1: I didn't. You didn't okay
0: but if you haven't played Splatoon it it's, essentially, it's essentially it's essentially uh, like it's it's Splatoon it's like squids versus octopuses which is really neat in the P, uh, uh, player versus machine PvM What's
2: an octopus? <laughs> it has tentacles on it. Well. <laughs> Excellent. That's a
0: whole other side of the internet that I'm not getting into. But
2: Yeah, it's a uh, inverted tentacle type
1: hair.
0: Yeah, but uh, she essentially made And she like, had
1: rockin inverted tentacle type hair.
0: It was. It's really cool because the design of the Octolings in Splatoon is like all of the characters have like tentacle hairs in some different way. Like the anemone characters have like long hair. Um, one of the characters that's like a sea urchin, his is nothing but spikes. And It's really interesting how they do the design. So the Octolings um, they have kind of just like a hair that falls out into a short bob, but the bob is made of tentacles and the head that she made was absolutely fantastic and I was happy to see her finish it. So I'm like, Val, hey, do you want me to get pictures of this? Because I'm stoked about it, you're stoked about it, and I don't know if you have pictures of it yet, so it's just me helping out my friends while still getting something out of it by either seeing the cool stuff that they have or just having them pay me for photo shoots. Did she? Yes, she did pay me. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, She was actually one of my first of the weekend. Yeah, it's
2: a viable service. Uh, Imagine if, you know, you went on a vacation and you put a whole lot of work (laughs) into making sure you look nice on it, you would probably want nice photos of yourself. Sure.
0: Yep, and a lot of that's one of the problems that a lot of cosplayers at cons have too is that no matter how many pictures you have taken of yourself, like you can only probably find a minuscule percentage of them online. Like what happened to me at Tampa Bay Comic Con, where I was Young Pearl uh, from Steven Universe, and I had a lot of pictures. What does Young
1: Pearl look like? <laughs>
0: You're, you're gonna do this? Okay, no, you I'm genuinely 26. don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, Genu- I'm 23. I genuinely I'm 23. Have 23. haven't no watched idea. that. Okay, show. so, based Steven Universe, one of the characters named Pearl, um, there's a time in the show where they have a flashback to when she was younger, and the outfit that she had is really reminiscent of an 80s dance outfit. The issue with the character is that she is ridiculously tall in the show, but the flashback. You are
1: not ridiculously tall.
0: I'm five feet tall. No, I'm not. But uh, the flashback in the character, she's a lot shorter and looks a lot younger, so I I figured I'd probably do a really good job cosplaying her, and I started making the whole thing from scratch and I went. And I had a lot of people taking pictures of me at Tampa Bay, but when I checked the tags on Tumblr, I could only find like five pictures. So that's one of the, one of the major problems with someone that if you put a lot of effort into a costume, no matter how small it is, because it was really just like a shirt, a wig, shorts and shoes and a borrower staff that I used from one of my friends.
2: In all artistic <laughs> communities, crediting the author has always been a problem and when it comes to no, it hasn't.
0: Shut up! <laughs> it's not been a concern.
2: <laughs> it's not, Yeah, it's not even thought source, about.
0: Source, source.
2: Uh, yeah, please who, source things. Who is this? God. Yeah. Uh, Credit
0: is to the original artist. No, it's fucking not. If we don't know who the original artist is, god uh, damn it! I'm another sick of that reason shit. to have
2: your pictures taken. You'll know people will see them. Which, yeah. if you know, you're doing high scale type production, like one of the tier ones we were talking about, that no, might gone. be a that might be a priority. Oh like, yeah. I showed up looking nice at this thing, I need if nobody sees it, why did I do it?
0: Because occasionally what me and a couple of my other friends who are photographers do is that if it's early enough in advance, we create a Facebook event and then invite people to it so that when they finish the costume they're working on, we already know that they're going to get good pictures of it. And I know a lot of people that are just ridiculously good at cosplay, so I always offer. It's not fair, but I'm going to stand on the same stage as them next year, so help me God. Slayer Jinx.
1: Who are you playing then? Playing What? Who are you cosplaying for this uh, this podium grandstand?
0: I am going to spend six or seven months. I don't care how long dollars. it takes. I'm going to be Slayer Jinx from League. I don't play League. I don't give a shit about League, but Jinx is my child. I will defend her, and I will cosplay her.
1: Do you think that's actually going to happen?
0: Yes, I Yeah, actually, no, she's I done do. it before. I did regular Jinx before, and I had help from one of my friends did because... Did you spend six
1: or seven months on it? Six months, yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, no, um... She-
2: she puts in the time.
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely try. But I had one of my other friends uh, who's... She's name not,
2: not like me, man, who... Man, isn't <laughs> this great? Oh,
0: no, tired. I want to do something. I fucking do it. That's how I get through my life. Yeah. Oh, Shia this is, uh, as I mentioned in
2: uh, one of my prior... <laughs> co- uh, in one of the prior podcasts, I mentioned uh, our guest currently as a shark. So Yay! Yeah, she's the very...
0: I need to keep key- moving to survive.
2: Yeah. That all shines through. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. Good, good.
1: Yeah. I'm also
0: terrifyingly dangerous if you provoke me, just like a shark. I, I winked at the microphone. We can <laughs> we can take
1: that. Yeah. We can put
2: in a wink caption if we need it. Yay. Audio yeah. captions. I think there's no, a market. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think
0: there's
1: a no, market.
2: No, we could But do like the, a little uh,
0: sparkle sound.
2: Like the Giant Bomb pat- podcast. If you ever see the video ones, they like have a light up and sometimes do expressions <laughs> for the. Yeah, you know, we should do that. It'd be fun. That would be so time consuming. They just turned me into 10.
0: I don't do that.
1: So ShadowCon was a out of ten?
0: Uh six. I got wasted as fuck and I had a great time on Saturday, so I'm gonna put it above five.
1: When did you arrive?
0: Um Friday morning. Friday, around Friday noon. at around noon.
1: Okay, so you got wasted
0: Saturday a night. A day and a half in. Yeah. Well, They're 3
2: days so halfway is fair.
0: It's a 3-day con. <laughs> Saturday is party night cuz there was nothing wait, else to do.
2: Are you saying we didn't get wasted? Are instantly? you saying we should no, have I'm started
0: s- drinking when we got there? All I'm saying new.
1: is if Shadowcon, if you managed to <laughs> shut it down halfway through and it's still a 6 out of 10, that sounds like a pretty rockin' convention.
0: Uh, I'm saying 6 out of 10 because of the location and because of how much money I made off of photo shoots and my friends and because I actually had a good time because I, I was love with by the
1: way that you just you will say things like making money off your friends. That's, that's just a phrase nobody I know. That's why That's why I had to delve into when you were talking about, you know, meeting up with your friends and taking pictures of them. I adore how mercenary you are about that. Oh, when you my think God. Because like, most people say that. Plenty of people talk about real talk, but you no. are nervous in a way that makes... All the stuff just come out and, and I find that really adorable. I'm
0: always nervous. life terrifies me
1: yeah uh, but that that leaves you totally unabashed about talking about it.
0: I don't really think that there's anything wrong with talking about it. It's not like I'm just like oh, I'm stealing money from my friends. It's like no, no it's, I'm doing giving them a service and getting something out of it.
1: I know, but it, that's so transparent. like you you have to you have to know the most people. Don't I think talk being that way. secretive they and don't? malicious no, about don't. it oh.
2: is a way worse. Oops. To oh, well, sure. To thing? in the shadows, no, not, rub your hands that's, and that's, go. I hate that fucking guy, but oh, the money. Uh-huh. I mean, like, uh, there's
1: some charm to that too. I'm not. No, I'm not <laughs> making a value judgment. It's just I'm. I'm. I'm curious where that mentality comes from because I know very few people who are willing to talk like that.
0: Talk like what?
1: Talk in a mercenary way. Saying the phrase "making money off my friends" as just kind of a morally neutral statement doesn't occur to most people. Really? No. Huh. It doesn't.
0: I guess I, I mean, just think differently than other people. That No, I
1: know. And I'm curious why. Like, I'm curious <laughs> why you don't... And the problem is it's an absence, so you haven't... You obviously... You haven't thought about it because it's just a natural thing. I'm just... I'm curious where it comes from.
0: Because I don't really think that it's something that... I don't know, should be sugar-coated or not... But
2: well, you're like, not
0: doing it maliciously. Yeah, I'm yeah, not I'm not doing it in I just do thing that happens.
1: That's that's again, I'm not I'm not saying it accusatorily. I'm just I, I'm well, trying to figure out where yeah. where back in the line you got to a point where you were totally comfortable doing that. Because most people aren't
0: it's a totally comfortable what, making money off my friends or saying making Say, money off my friends? Saying
1: that without smiling. <laughs> <laughs> saying that yeah. without it being oh. a joke. Or without it literally being, as Dylan said, malicious. Well, yeah, it's no, just as because as it it's,
0: it's a thing that just happens. Like, I talk about When did
1: you start making money off your friends?
0: 2012.
1: Oh, okay. So it's recent.
0: Uh, well, I've always kind of made money off of people. I've been a salesperson my whole life. My dad was a salesperson. See,
1: that's what I wanted to hear. Oh, okay. okay. That's why
0: yeah like <laughs> I was raised so. I was raised by one of the most prominent salespeople in Verizon Wireless when the cell phone boom was happening back in the late nineties so growing up with that kind of personality and then having him continuously switch into sales jobs kind of taught me how to handle people in that way
1: see you knew the answer you just hadn't thought you knew the answer
0: I didn't know that that was the answer you were looking for sure oh,
1: well, I mean if that's
0: yeah, but it like answer, It I'm, certainly
2: answers the question.
0: I'm a born salesperson, but I don't see doing that or being a salesperson as anything bad. I just see no, it as something that happens. It's just about. uncommon.
2: We didn't mention... Well, <laughs> the reason is most people perceive it as bad.
0: Uh, uh, why? It's
2: uncouth. Like, that's, it's, it's
1: just... It falls into the line of taboo that, again, you don't concern
2: yourself with. People I don't really
0: <laughs> think that it's that big of a deal.
2: People see most it, people it. do. People oh. think of it as taking advantage of somebody. Yeah. Um, which isn't the case. It's, I mean, I wouldn't, it's, what am I trying to say here, Dave?
1: That is a great question, Dylan. (laughs) Let's turn it to Hanari. Hanari, what is Dylan trying to say?
0: He's a huge nerd.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Um, so better example, in the furry community, nobody steps on toes.
0: Literally or figuratively.
2: Would you say that is true? Um,
1: my response to this question was so badly phrased and misrepresents the first Hoot community egregiously enough that, for the sake of our listeners, I'm just going to apologize for what I said here, and we're going to move on. You it guys just, sound like you have some uh,
0: anecdotal <laughs> evidence of this. Dill first.
2: Uh, as of late, um,
0: from an outsider's perspective, so somewhat now outsider. That
2: I would say that Papyrus mm-hmm. is probably my first big costume that I've worked on that I've tried that to I'm like still push. Still
0: currently working on.
2: That I've tried to like push towards the internet to get feedback. Um, and I've received positive feedback so far, but seeing other people posting along with me, asking for feedback, there are some people who have a lot of shit to say, but nothing to contribute. Um, (laughs) they will hop on why you are wrong, why you are a bad person for not listening to them. Uh, But that's just the internet. What makes this special? What makes it special is unlike, you know, a fursuit where it is a personal affection of you. This represents what you like.
0: Yeah, cosplay um, is. It's a, it's a little bit more distance in that way, but it's always
2: of... it's always new in that way too. It's always competitive on who likes what. They're not able to only judge you on how you think or how you perform, but what you like, what your tastes are. They, I mean, they can say this is a great outfit, but for liking this. But the series is shit. Yeah, but you're shit for liking it. You're so,
0: trash, well, and you should feel bad. It,
2: they're able to disqualify any statement or thought that you have oh, see, instantly. We, which we is, is why it sucks
0: Which is why I stopped going on 4chan recently. Yeah, I mean. What? Oh,
1: come
2: on. No. 4chan is a fire. Well,
0: yeah, I know. You no. just watch it. No, 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 that's, but like I went. That's the thing. You that, watch yeah. it
2: when you're in the fire, <laughs> it sucks. That's a bad time. Oh, God,
0: okay. no! I used to. I tripped on CGL because I'm a piece of shit. But um, <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know that terminology, tripping is basically putting a name to yourself on an anonymous forum. But a huge I mistake. tripped. Yeah, big mistake. But I tripped so on. To those CGL. who
1: don't go on enough of the internet, that's a bad thing to do. And I only peripherally understand why. And I feel like I'm part of that. I
0: think it's really dumb. I think that, that whatever, like, I went on CGL for a while because I heard, like.
2: Which is the cosplay. Uh,
0: cosplay and elegant well. gothic Lolita board. So it's just CGL. So, like, combine the two. But What's Lolita? I'm Despicable. squinting at you right now.
1: I have audience members that are even older than I am. You can't just throw words around like that. And okay. if you are, please remember to email us. Yeah, at... please email at actualgarbage.net I... at gmail.com <laughs> so I have a good demography of how old everybody is. Because I... Ryan feels really old right now. Old man Riley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Sorry. I can... No, you're fine. CGL. CGL. Yeah.
1: What was happening on CGL? Um,
0: I went around with my name on CGL for because they have different threads that they create based on like shows what they're doing. They have feelings threads, works in progress, and like two years ago or so, I uh, posted a picture of my. Uh, well, it wasn't that. It was a little bit earlier than that. Back when I was in. Homestuck. We don't know
1: what the first thing you're talking about is. You can't introduce the second thing. I know.
0: I'm mm-hmm. just. I'm. I'm rambling. I'm That's trying to fair. think right now. Date. But, um, 2011. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah December
1: 2011.
0: You weren't 2011. making money off
1: your friends yet. No, I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I was tiny little non-entrepreneur. Non-entrepreneur. Oh, I like that word. I'm going to use that now. But, um... GM
2: actual podcast oh. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to...
0: But what I did was I um, went through because there was like Homestuck threads that were really popular, and I noticed that a couple of my friends on Facebook were talking about the fact that they were mentioned in those threads. Because I know a lot of people that are pretty prominent in different like fandoms and stuff for what they cosplayed. So I went on CGL out of curiosity and started like going through everything and made the mistake of putting my name out there and whatever. And then people started like absolutely hailstorm shitting on me, and me being a teeny tiny little baby was just like nope, fuck that, I can't handle that and then a year later i had the curiosity to go back on when i had done jinx or a year or two later whatever and i posted my jinx because there was like jinx had just become announced as a character for league of legends and she is oh she's my precious child she's uh, i don't play league of legends so i don't know her game wise
2: it's a MOBA like Dota,
1: except there not we go, Dota. Dota. Now we're talking yep. in terms I can oh, understand. It's, it's like
0: it's like Dota for people that like for can't children. play Dota. <laughs> I don't know. I don't play League. I don't care. and Give a shit about League. The community is very toxic. I've heard. Yeah. But Jinx was just announced, and I looked at this character, and she had a music video that was released with her, and I just absolutely fell in love with everything about this character. She was insane. She had really cool design. She had like massive weapons that I was a huge huge fan of and she had a really neat outfit that like it was just revealing enough to show how kind of batshit she was and i was just like oh hell yeah like showed her face yeah oh my yeah. god no but Full it was
2: ankle it's literally Actually, no, like a,
0: a bikini with like a bandolier of bullets. she had another bandolier of bullets. she had like a taser gun she was covered in like this awesome like punk rock shit that i was like totally into at An the arm. time
1: i don't remember what we were talking about
0: i do and i'm getting to it
1: excellent she was All on right. cgl
0: yeah, in so I put. So you were on CGL
1: in I was on CGL,
0: yeah, no, 2012 or 2013. I oh goddamn it! So
1: you were making money on your friends. God, that's that's the point I've you gotta got. that's the i am got. to keep bringing it up, man. <laughs> no, but that's but, that's the tr- that's the hallmark. It's but what no, I, got. I
0: went on CGL and I posted a picture of my jinx and the jinx thread and the stuff that I was working on, and I got like some constructive criticism. But then I made the mistake of dropping a name of a very very prominent prop maker and comparing one of the things that I did to him because at the time the person that was working on one of my web- was being followed by the prop maker and then they were going back and forth on it. So I made the mistake of dropping that and then people just started like absolutely like hailstorm shitting on me one more time and I was like yeah okay whatever I'm just not gonna contribute so I started like lurking on it and I post occasionally when there's a thread that I'm interested in and I have a lot of stuff for it or whether I'm posting anything in the progress thread but recently I've just been kind of like I came to a lot of realizations this year and one of those realizations is that you shouldn't try Try and pander yourself to people that are never going to be impressed by what you do, and that really hit home with me. And I realized that the people on CGL and 4chan are Are kind of trying to be. Yeah, they're trying to get under your skin and trying to find something wrong with all the stuff you did. Whereas in Tumblr is a hug box. But what was the original appeal? Um,
2: Attention, Uh, admiration, respect. Where did the admiration come in?
0: Well, people saying
2: you did a good job on 4chan.
0: Yeah, I've, I've gotten, gotten a it a couple times. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, but no, actually, the yeah. initial thing that I realized while I was going through 4chan is that as brutal as these people were, they were absolutely phenomenal at pointing out details and things you could improve on. So as They're much very as critical. yeah, as much as the the hate and in knockdown is there, the constructive criticism is absolutely fantastic. If you want to improve yourself to like lightning degrees,
2: school of hard knocks. Philosophy. Basically,
0: like if you yeah, if you don't have tough skin, don't go there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But Uh, you're you're asking a group of (laughs) random people and assigning your name. And it sounds like the big issue that you faced was was the fact
0: that I put a name to my stuff,
2: not just addressing your name, but addressing the names of other people and making a direct comparison. Uh, Once once you have a hard set of people who can have drama, it is easy to just fire off between them. You know who to contact of who's saying what. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it sounds like a lot of the drama kind of started from there.
0: Yeah, so what I did was, like, not not even, like, this week or whatever, once we came back from ShadowCon, I posted a picture of one of our photo shoots, and the, this ties back into Undertale. I was cosplaying Frisk from Undertale because we didn't have enough time to get Undyne done. Frisk,
1: if you don't know who it is, no. that's about all you can describe. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's, it's a character. It's an unshapely male or female child, probably.
0: I don't know. It's it's a character in the game, eventually. Yes. Yeah. But, um... Play Undertale. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was cosplaying that, and then I realized um, I posted it because I was really proud of how it looked because, like, we lived in Florida, and my friend managed to Photoshop it in a, like, snow-covered forest, which is really neat. But um, I posted it, and I got a negative, like, review, and I realized after posting it that I did the colors for the sweater wrong, which I was kind of upset about because the whole game I had The gall. Yeah. Mm. Seriously. How? Dairy. The whole time I was looking at this character, and I thought, "Oh, this is the color that the, that they're wearing on the sweater." But then I did a swatch test of it later, and I was horribly wrong. But I realized that, and then I just like it kind of hit in my mind that everything I've been posting, no matter if it's in progress or self-post or whatever, every single thing that I've been doing is just going to inevitably get shot down by people. So I figure, like like a couple of days ago, so I'm probably just going to stop. I deleted it off of my bookmarks bar. Shut
1: it all down. Yeah,
0: he- basically, I'm just like, why am I going to keep? trying to pander myself and work at the merit of people who are never going to be impressed or like the things that I do. And that's kind of a damaging mindset to be in. So I've kind of cut cold turkey on that right now. I'm probably just never going to go on it again because it's a waste of my time.
2: People who lack the ambition to perform or fear failure want to see others fail because it makes them justify their lack of endeavors. That
1: sounds very spiteful, Dylan.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, it's because I felt that way in the past. The first day of the convention, I showed up. and I Oh, see, I don't want anybody's Toriel costume to be better than mine.
1: Yeah. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, that was I with me and to Jinx.
0: have
2: the best Toriel costume. Yeah,
0: that was with and, me and Jinx when I saw that Tato had already completed hers, and she had all of the weapons, too, and I'm just like, son of a bitch! And she's also her height.
2: And I don't know that the competitive nature of this really should take precedent over the interaction at a convention like this. God, I would hope not. People mm-hmm. people who like fairly obscure things, uh, getting together to celebrate those things, they, they should have a sense of camarader- camaraderie, a sense of solidarity with one another. They're already social outcasts. They don't need to be subdivided any further. Um, and I mm-hmm. always have to stop myself every convention, because I go in jaded from working in a real job, yep. suffering real life, and, you know, I take three days to get away from all that and just have a good time. And I'll see somebody in an outfit that looks rushed, but they're here to have a fun time just like I am. They wanted to get away. They wanted to be a character that, you know, they're not. They can dress up that way, and it's all right. And I always come in jaded like that, make a whole bunch of comments that I later regret, and then I come back off it and remember that they just like the thing I like and they wanted to, you know, Share that with us.
0: Yeah, and when you get to a certain level in the cosplay community, you start to notice other people's outfits and things that they could improve on. And it flips in your mind that, oh, I could help this person and tell them about it. But a lot of the times that comes off as really insulting because then you're telling them that their thing isn't good enough.
1: Well, and moreover, they probably know. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they probably know that's actually one thread that falls into you talked about the constructive criticism early on from going on to 4chan and websites like that, which I can understand. But after a while, you probably know what you needed to do. If you had four more hours to work on it, if you had a 100 extra dollars to throw around, you probably know
2: what's wrong with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's
2: not for a lack of effort. It's usually for a lack of time or resources. Yeah. Um, Or just
0: painting the sweater wrong.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, people hold very personal opinions of you based on that. In a community where you're fucking barraged by... The negativity of everyone else around you every day. Of being a nerd. Of being a yep. nerd. A fucking nerd. And you came Horrible to this dekes. resort for three days with a bunch of other fucking nerds.
0: And then you're going to shit call on you. other people because of what you like, even though you're all in this together. And
2: you're the worst nerd. <laughs> like, th- people don't need that. Uh, no. Oh, but they want it. They do. They
1: want it. And they're bringing it forward from the internet to the con space. I mean, this is this is the magic of the web is that it still needs this physical interaction. Like it's we're posting pictures online. We I, I post like two, but
0: <laughs> I let's post just a use lot. a
1: royal we here. Yeah. Yep. Um, we go into physical spaces and then uh-huh. reminisce online about being in a physical space. The idea that mm-hmm. the idea that physical space is dead in the realm of the internet. Clearly not true. Mm. And more people go to concerts now than they ever did. More people go to conventions. conventions. Like conventions exist. They they're a thing in a way. Yep. They never were before the they internet. Have. Yeah, Comic
0: Con is a spectacle. They have yeah.
1: a lot of traction in the public eye, and that would not have happened without the internet. No, and yet that culture of the internet, the one-upsmanship of the internet, the having sit having to sit down after being at a service industry job, hating everyone. And just shitting on whoever happens to be around. Yep. Cathartic as that is. <clears throat> it ekes into the physical space yeah. In a really yeah but even way. though
0: th- that's the thing is that in the competitive sphere because i have competed in conventions before cosplay wise in the competitive sphere everyone is totally fine everyone understands that they're there as a competitive nature they look at what you've done they judge what you've done but they still appreciate it because Is that cuz
1: you're at the top already? What? I have a feeling this is a downtroddenness
2: thing. This goes back to Dylan talking I'm not about At the warmth. top at all well, no, but-
0: the
1: You've got com- a
2: the shot. Com- the, community, the community- I'd the-
0: only have a shot if I put my effort into it.
2: Like I had mentioned, the people who lack the ambition to go are the first ones to talk ill. Yeah, So,
1: but they you- represent a massive constituency.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, would, I mean, people taking themselves as seriously as to put themselves in the eye of people mm-hmm. who would judge them, I would imagine that once once you consider yourself one of those people, you understand the people who are looking at you and how you should look at each other. Hold
0: you on like a pedestal area where they can aspire to.
2: Or shoot at you. It's uh, true. W- uh, w- if you're there with them. You're either if, an
0: idol or a target.
2: Yeah, if you go up on a stage with them, is there a port... A sense of, like, sportsmanship?
0: Yes! There yeah. is, uh, the two the conventions, the major conventions that I went into, I've competed in a couple, but, uh, Megacon was one of the ones that I did when I, I entered Jinx, because I was really proud of the fact that I had all the weapons, they were lighting up, they were moving and spinning, yeah. and I was really stoked, I made the entire Alfred from scratch, I did the wig and everything, like, I was so stoked for my freaking Jinx cosplay, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna enter the goddamn Megacon convention, cause why not? And... I entered, and all the people that were in the convention and had, like, the. Oh, sorry. Um, all the people that were in the convention, all the people that had the costumes that were in the contest with me, were very, very like sportsmanlike. They were very kind to each other. They understood why they were there. They talked about what they were into, the cosplays that they were wearing, and it was just a general, really positive, competitive spirit at MegaCon. Of course, I was kind of upset because I lost to a Final Fantasy character because I personally don't like Final Fantasy. But I'm still happy that I went up there. I, got I love
1: l- that. That's your reason. Not like the judges were unfair. Not you just don't like Final. No, because you can hear
0: it in MC's voice, she wanted me to win so badly, she like, and the runner-up for the video game category has gotta be that, Jinx. And I'm sitting here just like, what? 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 <laughs> but, no, yeah, I just don't like Final Fantasy. I can't really <laughs> go into any detail than that, but like, like they said, had like a 14-foot a- wingspan, so I'm just sitting here like wings are probably, they win the most.
2: There's a personal attachment, <laughs> a sentiment mm-hmm. to a lot of what you're doing, and that's where it gets back into... What you are can be personal as well, yeah. Sure. But and what then, you like is always fluctuating.
0: And then with the Metrocon costume contest, which was really, really great, we had a lot of great people. A lot of them were friends of mine. And one, my friend Corey Harrison, he entered his Mecha Godzilla and won an award for it, which was phenomenal. But the best in show was something that I can't even get mad about. She was a Princess Twilight Sparkle with light up wings, light up horn, light up dress, and wings that moved when she rocked back and forth. So it was a really well put together thing. Did you? Beat any of your friends? Um, I got a judge's award, I which know. I was really happy about because I entered with Peridot. But like the amount of applause that I heard when I went on stage was fantastic. That that yeah, that made me feel better. actually.
2: Did you enter that competition with any of your friends?
0: Um, I entered it with. I entered it by myself. But a lot of my friends were in the contest. Um, my friend who does Borderlands cosplay entered her Borderlands group and won. Corey won with his Mecha Mechagodzilla. My friend Kyle with his Warhammer 40k ended up winning a prize. So a lot of my friends standing on stage that were just like, we're all sitting there, we got here, we got to this point. But even if I hadn't won anything at that convention, even a judges award, I would have been really happy because I would have known that there was a lot of people that appreciated what I did as much as I did.
1: Yeah, is it is it the rush of the crowd? Does that do it for- for you.
0: It's, it's more like, well, I think a majority of the reasons why I got as much applause as I did was just because I, a lot of people in the crowd knew who it, I was. Uh, not, the, not the reason <coughs> why,
1: but the reason you do it.
0: The reason I do it is because I love it.
1: Just flat out? Do you like building it? Do you like acting? Do you like what part of it stands I love, out?
0: I love the fact that I can express my love for something in a physical form in a way that suits me and that other people also appreciate. Oh, Mutual, so I do, mutual
2: admiration. I
0: do it out okay. of straight love, but I also love the fact of crafting and making all this stuff from scratch and knowing that I've gotten to a point where I can do this and that makes me really proud of what I'm do what I do too. Cool. So I just I just love it. I really do. And, like, the the applause and everything and the, the knowledge from all of my friends. Like, I've met so many people at these cons, and it's just really fun to hang out with them. Because at ShadowCon, when we were leaving, I said goodbye to, like, an entire room of people. Every single person in the room turned to me and said goodbye because they knew who I was. Like, ask him.
2: Yeah, that's the kind of camaraderie that people should want out of these conventions. Uh,
0: and I'm not saying that I'm, like, famous or incredibly well-known or anything. I did a couple of... But cons- are you? <laughs> I did a cosplay last year at New York Comic-Con that accidentally made it into the news and is now uh, oops. first search on Google. Uh, so I did I did a couple of things that made me very prominent in certain fandoms and areas. So people came to me and they know me from that. But also because I am very outgoing and like just eager to know people and talk to people at the convention sphere. A lot of the people in Florida know who I am just because I went up because I wanted to make friends. Sure.
2: I mean, I'm not famous, but... I'm just saying, if you do a Google search...
0: (laughs) <laughs> I'm the first thing that pops up when you write Opal cosplay in in the Google search bar. The entire first page is just like me and two other Opal cosplayers, and it's really it makes me really mad because I could have done better on the cosplay. You but could have because... kicked
2: those two off.
0: No, no, no.
2: I'm kidding. I'm being facetious.
0: No, but like I know. I'm that not kick them off. I know You're that I could have done time. better on the cosplay because I'm better at sewing than I was back then, and I understand the pattern better. So even though I was like the first the best or whatever, and I'm on Google, I'm still kind of like eh. Because because it's not up to my current standards now.
1: Yeah, you didn't deserve any of that, did you? No, did absolutely. You, no, no, I don't Do deserve. You deserve my, it now? I don't
0: deserve my seven thousand fans. No, you um,
1: don't deserve those fans. No, nope. you deserve more fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, maybe along in the future. Like I'm Better still fans. I'm still at a point where I'm. When did
1: you start? a You, you. We keep going back to 2012. When did you start cosplaying?
0: 2011. Okay. Well, so. I started conventioning in 2008, and I commissioned a cosplay from a person back then, but I first started really looking at conventioning as something that I could cosplay as. Doing it for serious. Yeah, for yeah. serious, when Homestuck hit in 2011. I'm going to go okay. ahead and say Homestuck kind of inspired me to cosplay, because it was it the first time... Probably did
2: for a lot. It was yeah. the
0: first time I went to a photo shoot for a major fandom, oh, is that worse? and it was the first... What?
2: Referring back to... You? Homestuck is a webcomic made by Andrew Hussey. Uh, don't read homestuck and don't yeah don't bother uh, homestuck coming, is a
1: phenomenon you no longer have to worry about coming <laughs>
0: from a homestuck it's on hiatus let it die
1: yeah. we'll bring thomas on he can defend homestuck but i mean like i'm that. a
0: homestuck but like eh.
1: but fuck it
0: <laughs> all homestucks hate ourselves That's why we read Homestuck.
1: As you should. Yep.
0: But (laughs) uh, what was I saying? Yeah, but in 2011, my first real like fandom photo shoot that I knew of was Homestuck. And then I started to realize that this was kind of like a bigger thing in the convention sphere. So I started looking into it and like doing research, going to more conventions, watching how other people did it. And in 2012, I was running 300 person Homestuck photo shoots in the Florida con circuit. And it just like it
1: So this seems recent ish all things it's considered recent, yeah. I mean relatively. Yeah. I mean were you doing you've described yourself to me as a seamstress of sorts were you doing that prior to 2011?
0: No, I didn't own a sewing machine till 2012.
1: See, I love that. Like this is just this is so <laughs> brand new within your life then. I mean what what is the next parallel? Like Did a bunch of dominoes fall into place that you happen to have got to the point you are in cosplay? Were you doing anything prior to this Um, that would have, like, predicted you were going to be doing this?
0: I don't really know because I I lived up uh, north in New York and New Jersey a majority of my life. And they don't do
1: anything up there.
0: No, I didn't. No, not really. It was really hard to find that kind of... The kind of, like, substance and conventioning back there when I was a kid. I were you didn't, looking for it? No, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, that's. Until I, I would have here. figured that would be So the I came down to Florida, and, like, me being, like, my friends up north were really big into, like, anime and whatever and all that stuff. And I was just like, oh, hey, anime is pretty cool. And then I started watching Naruto, and my life fell down a hole that I'm never crawling out of. But
2: <laughs> Okay, so kind of like me then, I liked a lot of this material, and I didn't start going to conventions. Um, my first convention was 2012. Um, and I've been into this mm-hmm. kind of shit uh, since I was like seventh grade. Yeah, ready to be made fun of. Speaking of asking ages, Sonari, how old
0: are you? I'm 23. I turned 23 at ShadowCon. Con. 20.
1: 23.
2: You are both. She the same just age. Okay.
1: turned 23. Yay! New baby. <laughs> no, you're still baby George. <laughs>
0: we
1: had we had someone old. We had someone on who was older than Ryan. We're still calling him Old Man Riley. Aw, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. But oh, like yeah, yeah for,
0: for me it was I unless you up, want to
1: be fetal Hanari, but I don't think you would like that.
0: No, no, <laughs> no.
2: no. No, don't do that. No. I'm not going
0: but, to um, at, it was I'll in, save that one. Yeah. It was in high school I think where I finally made like Friends that were really interested in the stuff that I was to an excessive degree. Like, I had friends in middle school that were into anime and whatever, but it wasn't until high school that someone said, hey, are you going to Megacon? And me, with my little 16-year-old self, was like, what the fuck is Megacon?
1: Oh, so Megacon ruined your life, too. Yeah! That's the one that ruined my life. Yeah,
0: my first convention was Megacon, so I fucked myself over. I ended up getting abandoned by my friends, and I entered a costume contest. I abandoned all
1: of my friends.
0: (laughs) As you should have. no. Um, but it was really weird because I went to Megacon for the first time and I didn't even know anything about like the convention circuit. I didn't know how big it was and just the fact I think that it was Megacon and oh, it was my first like convention blew my mind. <laughs> and I kind of I kept going to conventions once a year. I went to Megacon. I went to JCon when that still existed. Oh, you're fine. you blow it. Right. I went to J-Con when that still existed. Um, I went to a lot of things, and then um, I just started realizing that this it was this entire subculture of things that I was really interested in, that I wanted to become a part of. But it wasn't until Homestuck when I really had the realization that, oh, I want to do this as something for the rest of my life, so I need to figure out how I can become a part of this, be happy, and still manage to make like a life off of it. Yeah. So I having started influx, learning how
2: to sew. Having a huge influx of something incredibly popular that you're into definitely pulls mm-hmm. you in deeper to it. I don't doubt that uh, in a lot of ways uh, Undertale will probably be a homestuck for a lot of people. It'll, oh, yeah. be, It'll be a
1: stepping stone. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. I liked this video game and now it's one of the top five PC games of the year. It's kind a of video game you can get. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's
1: certainly a hook that... Oh, we'll yeah. bring a lot of people into it. There's a lot of stuff, which we will cover in the Undertale podcast, which we're going to record at Worth some going. point. And, uh, and I might also some
0: be some back point. for that, maybe. <gasps>
2: okay. I mean, Probably. you have, like- what, 17 chapters of... Fan fiction involved with 18. that?
0: Eighteen. I'm, Eighteen? I'm a pretty prominent writer in the Undertale fandom on Archive of Our Own right now. I'm like the... We
2: may have to do a side supplemental
1: thing on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to cover the actual game first. Yeah, the yeah. thing and is... And then the little... we will
2: fall into even more madness. Yep.
0: And th- that's why I loved Undertale, because it was one of the things that inspired mm-hmm. me to start writing again. We
2: got the looming cloud of Undertale, and then there will be the storm, and then the flood. <laughs> 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 It is overhead but and like bonus and then beneath I this.
0: think the reason the reason that I that I do all the stuff that I do in cosplay and, and whatever and video games and just become a part of this entire subculture is just because I'm a very passionate person by nature and if I fall into something and I find out that I like it, I put everything that I have into it just because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to be that passionate about it. Because I've been suffering from depression since two thousand eleven and it sucks. So. Is
1: depression responsible for all of this? No, anime. Is, is all,
0: responsible of this responsible for all of this responsible for your depression? No, my depression just is something that sort of happened.
1: Just in 2011? You're I, not going to tie the, those together. That's
0: the the earliest I can remember it really taking effect into my life, but I don't see conventioning because I started conventioning in 2008. So, if yeah, I was no, going to say that, that conventioning the,
2: the 11 was the taking it for serious.
0: Yeah. Taking things
2: for serious. Did you have depression? light Depression
1: in 2008? Um, and it just manifested? No,
0: no, like I didn't. I'm I, asking
1: these mostly as jokes, but. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I know. But i seriously. Just, <laughs> I don't we're care. We're
1: connecting the dots on the cork board.
2: No, and 2011 like, seems like a. No,
0: tw- 2011. No, taking things
2: seriously causes depression.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I didn't. It. it Hanari made a
1: very. Sorry. Dismayed face right there. <laughs> in case you didn't get the displeasure in her growl. I
0: wish that people could see the facial expressions that I'm doing because they're all either adorable or adorable.
1: You get one <laughs> facial expression. We'll put it as your mug shot on the
0: podcast. <laughs> no, just oh, take yeah, one of my to. selfies. I look like crap today.
2: What? Just use the opal.
0: Yeah, whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, use the opal. Who gives a shit?
2: That <laughs> yeah, one's well known.
0: But um, it wasn't. It's not like starting to get into it caused me depression. It's just that. The depression is something that sort of happened in th- 2011 because I came to the realization of a lot of things around my life, and I guess starting to get seriously into cosplay was an escape for that, but now that I'm in it this deep, I'm just sort of like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, the, I can. The
2: distraction becomes the pursuit.
0: Yeah, and then the pursuit becomes the career, which is what I'm hoping to get That's eventually. That's the hope, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Sort like, of I'm makes... not Yaya
0: Han or Jane Egg or any of that. Like, I'm not getting anywhere near them, but... Oh. For those of you that don't know who Yaya For is. now. Yeah, for those of you that don't know who Yaya Han or JNIG aka Jessica Nigri are, they're very prominent cosplayers in the convention field to the point where- She
2: shouldn't abbreviate her last name Nig, just-
0: That's what everyone does! That's, that's,
2: that's not- what That's what everyone,
0: everyone does!
2: Dylan, that's racist. <laughs> oh my god. Jane. Hello, my name is Nig. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> god
0: damn it. I called her Jessica Nigiri for a really long time because I thought her last name was Nigiri instead of Nigri. I thought it was. I believe you. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was young. But yeah, no. Oh, I'm now not. you're
1: defending it. Now it's not okay. I'll that's defend myself
0: until I die. I don't care.
1: That, that's, that much is clear. <laughs>
0: <sighs> but no, it was just like something that happened. And then conventioning and all of that, it's been helping me a lot. But uh, the realization that the people that I am surrounding myself with have no interest and no support for the things that I am passionate about have kind of just been throwing me into a deeper depression. So, it sucks a lot.
2: Uh, Like I was mentioning before, the mentality of the internet seeping into the real space has been a big problem. Like I was mentioning before, talking to that 15-year-old, I enjoyed... Having a conversation with them. They were a cool person. He met
0: one of my friends. Yeah, we
2: talked about like serious topics. Greetings, fellow child. Yeah. It's <laughs> so
0: weird. Hello. Being 23 kids? in a con circuit and then you meet oh, like, should, oh, I'm 14. What? What? I could.
2: <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'll, adopting I'll make that you Ryan's now.
0: Picture. I have adopted three children in the con sphere and one of them's currently in Korea. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's so not not officially adopted, but there's terminology in the convention. I hope so. That's a like, very
1: long distance adoption. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no. But there's there's like terminology in the con sphere, like oh, she's the con mom, which means that it's a person that generally takes care of the other people, helps make sure that they're okay. And then there's like con children, where you're just like you see people, and they could be older than you or younger than you, but you're like no, I'm you're my child. I'm taking and then care of you.
2: Me, the con rat, who shows up and hopes to, you know catch a ride somewhere or. <laughs>
0: And then you could be like my two friends, and have their grandma start cosplaying with you. And the the con families are great.
2: Uh, But anyway, so enjoyed the conversation (laughs) with them. They were a good person to talk to. I liked talking to them as a person. They were interesting. We talked about heavy subjects sometimes. Made a cool friend. In the midst of that conversation, a person of the same age as them came up to us and Uh, said,
0: presumably the same age.
2: Presumably the same age. Didn't ask this person their age.
0: No, I didn't have time. Mm
2: They came up and said, oh, Undertale, I'll protect you. And, you know, just very awkwardly threw this bizarre thing to say at us. And we looked at them confused. Were you dressed as Undertale at the time?
0: Mm. The person
2: I ta- was talking to was. The
0: per- yeah, the person who was talking to was They dressed were
1: dressed as... up as Undertale.
0: A character from Undertale. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. God. Look, this is important. The way you phrased that made it sound like someone was dressed up as a sign.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'd do it. Oh, man, I'd do it.
2: No, it was uh, in a group of people who were cosplaying okay. things from Undertale. All right. Uh, We looked at them in confusion, (laughs) as you would. Like you do. uh, Said thank you, I guess, and then they just kind of scampered off. And it really made this kind of clear mental notion that there are people on the internet, and then there are internet people outside. (laughs) Um, The distinction becomes very clear, because the way she tried to communicate was like you would communicate on the internet. You see a conversation happening. You interject with your two cents and try to get a response.
0: Yeah, like, I met a guy that was, like, when I was still on CGL and going through the Florida threads, there was this guy that said that he was going to show up during a certain thing, and he was from another board on 4chan. And I was, like, it just said in my mind, like, oh, okay, if I see a guy like that, I'll know where he is. And then I found him at the con, and I started talking to him about, like, just general convention stuff, and then I ended up selling him two posters, which is really neat.
2: (laughs) Actually, that's a good question. Was he somebody on the internet or somebody from the internet? What label do we want to give this person? A
0: commando. That's Gross. what they call themselves on that board, apparently, the K board.
2: No, but like when he talked to he you. He had did, the
0: K on his forehead on his balaclava.
2: Did he talk to you like conversationally?
0: Yeah, like, we had we had a good conversation. So he was a
2: person on the internet.
0: Yeah, like, I told him, I'm like, hey, um, I remember you. You posted in the Florida thread about what you were wearing. Hi, I'm, I did this thing, and I posted a while back for that. And then we just started going back and forth about, like, how long he was conventioning, how many times he went to cons a year, what he was there for, and whatever. And it was really nice. It was a pretty okay conversation. It was a little bit awkward because it was, like, two people on the internet meeting well, yeah. for the first time. But you other than that, it before. was pretty cool.
1: I mean, how nice. long do you think this interaction took?
0: Maybe 10 minutes. Okay.
2: Yeah, 10, 15. That's, yeah, that's enough to have an okay conversation. with Yeah. yeah. A solid introductory conversation. Yep. Exchange it's, names. It's not a, I am going to say something totally disjointed from what you may even be talking about. No introduction, like, it was just jarring. <laughs> that, you're,
0: you're really reeling from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it. I always wonder what goes through people's heads with most actions, and... Ultimately, I want that person to be okay. I mean, I've talked to people who are like clinically uh, depressed awesome. at these conventions. Like, I've, I've tried to just start conversation with people.
0: Conventions are helpful for a lot of people, but for yeah. other people, it's just like you shouldn't have the house.
2: Well, I mean, they don't have a social o- The internet has been their social outlet, and they're trying to meet people who would understand yeah, that. The, mm-hmm.
1: the con is supposed to be that. For what it's worth, yeah. I sort of went into Megacon with that as my goal was to see if there was anyone anywhere that I could behave like a normal human being around. This is great. Yeah. And I did not find them. I found someone I could act like a total non-human being around, <laughs> um, which is why I am where I am today. But, but no, I, that's, there's, there are plenty of people who end up in that marginalized camp and their fervor so completely outclasses their ability to communicate that they fall mm-hmm. into this horrible
2: trap and yeah. you do what you can for them. I mean the fur community is loaded with them. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't I mean I always I don't ostracize them. I'm I'm That's bit, good. You would be a fucking horrible person for doing so. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I don't tell them to leave. Like I try to ask their name. I try to I try to pull them back into being Cordiality. In, yeah. I I try to bring them back into real life a little bit
0: <laughs> and <laughs>
2: make them understand that hey, we're here for the same thing you like. Yeah. Like that's just what you can no do. No one for them. here hates you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Except for the people that hate your fandom.
2: Yeah. Aside from them, yeah. they just—they don't hate you. But they they're hate they're the. All like with
0: me and Supernatural.
2: <laughs> they don't hate you. They hate the thing you like. Yeah. Why is Supernatural so bad? Whoa. Come
0: I've on. never watched the show, but the people—the fans of the show—have been very horrible to me. So it's just completely caused me to have an aversion to the show.
2: I was expecting that response to be much louder. <laughs> Hate the sin or not the sin? Is
0: well, like, doing? no, the show itself doesn't interest me at all because I just don't care about it. I might have
1: it. just baited longer longer. Mm-hmm. No, you you sound yeah, but, perfectly collected, Dylan. I'm disappointed.
0: Huh? What? <laughs> what, with me? He
1: was... The f- Dylan <laughs> was, like, bracing backward like you were going to say something horrible. I oh. was excited. At the Fuck
0: Supernatural!
1: Okay,
2: there we go. That's <laughs> what no, at, at the convention, it was...
0: Uh... <laughs> That's what you guys Man, I guess you
2: got it out of your system. At the convention, when somebody addressed you about it, Deckham, yeah, there is, mm. there is a little bit of shouting.
0: <laughs> I got a little bit mad. No, got but hated. like I've tired. had back when I was in the Homestuck fandom, I, st- I still appreciate Homestuck as a form of art and all the things that it does, but I don't actively participated in it anymore, so I don't consider myself a part of the fandom. Um, but um, uh, back when I was into Homestuck Cosplay and Homestuck Fandom, I got a lot of shit from a lot of Supernatural fans for some reason because there was this ingrained hate between the two fandoms that I just never really understood.
1: Had they had they come to fulmination at the same time? They personified Kinda, roughly, I, I would say. I don't
0: know, yeah. Around, around the same area as Super Hulok and whatever. It was, because was they- Super earlier. I don't. I think Supernatural started earlier, yeah. in 2007. I don't know. I don't watch the show. I just okay. have a
2: lot of friends. There's this weird personification of a fandom as an entity and people who <clears> prescribe <throat> under.
0: That this actually happened at one point.
2: Yeah, in, like people. In the
0: Homestuck fandom. We called it Fandom Stuck. It was horrible. Yeah,
2: pe- people will assign these ideas about somebody who likes a. Th- it's basically interest racism.
0: Yeah, I got a lot of <laughs> like, shit for for cosplaying homestuck and liking homestuck from supernatural fans and it just caused me to have this just giant distaste for the supernatural fandom altogether to where I see anyone that remotely looks like the characters I kind of cringe inside.
1: Yeah, it's it's is this it, not uh, is this not akin to team sports? No.
0: Okay. No, because there's no competitiveness between the two. It's yeah, just, no, oh, you shit and your shit, too.
2: They're not competitive. It's just... So an, we're sticking with racism. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. basically. It's, it's just ostracizing them for their interest <laughs> because it's not a shared interest. Okay. Or people, even, uh, like I had mentioned earlier with the Haikyuu volleyball anime thing, they compartmentalize themselves as being part of a fandom. They affiliate with other people in that fandom. Uh, Whatever they do, whatever happens, it's basically a club that you are subscribed to.
0: Yep, only Uh, if you choose to.
2: And people, even though they may still like the content, will say, I am not part of that fandom. Like me. Which is kind of... I'm a fan, but not in the fandom, is a weird thing. It's it's an attempt not to be affiliated with the people. No, the thing about
0: being in a a fandom in itself is the amount of participation you put into it. You can be a fan of something, but not actively contribute to the fandom, like with My Little Pony. I watched the show. I thought it was really nice. It was a good show for kids. My sister and I watched it. We freaked out about it. She got me an Applejack plush or whatever, but I didn't actually do anything in it. Um, I made a cosplay for Princess Celestia, and then I stopped. So
2: fandom is... Exclusively for content creators,
0: a fandom—not just content creators, but people that are an uh, active and avid appreciator of the content that the artists create, as opposed to a- just appreciating the source of, of media the source that material. they're coming from. Yes.
2: Okay, so there is an appreciation of the meta going on. And they're then... the expanded universe. Adherence? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um,
0: I think that makes sense.
2: I don't.
1: I mean, the word—the word—is muddling it. Unfor- yeah. I mean the difference between fan and fandom should be nil cuz the word fan is it, but but I, that's that's a <coughs> distinction worth making. I think that yeah. absolutely yeah. is reasonable.
0: Like I'm a fan of the show Arrow because it's a fantastic show but I don't actively participate in the fandom. You're not
1: shipping people in this show. Yeah,
0: no, okay. like I don't I I mean like For those
1: of us over the age of 26,
2: <laughs> shipping Illegal. Okay, we'll go
0: with that. <laughs> shipping yeah. is illegal. No, um, I ship all the time. I'm a filthy shipper. It's but,
2: uh, writing or perceiving uh, characters as being in a relationship. See, with one. It's when two, you want, they need to
0: kiss now. It's
2: when, you, yeah, it's when you want the characters to kiss.
0: It's like you're holding your Barbie dolls and you're smashing their faces against each other, but the Barbie dolls are the fictional characters. That's
1: literally, ex- that's a perfect analogy. That's <laughs> what shipping
0: is.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: But, but, yeah. So I'm not in the Arrow fandom, but I'm a fan of the show.
2: Yeah. And I think that, I think the fandom mentality might be toxic. It might, it's probably hazardous to... Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, it is. Tumblr to, mentality and fandom mentality is toxic as shit.
2: Yeah, to to the idea of ostracized community, nerd community, culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that, that going in with that type of attitude does nothing to contribute to how happy you are what you're enjoying. There's there's nothing to be gained from it. It's just ostracizing people.
1: I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, I'm challenging all these definitions, I feel exactly the same way in the fur community. I literally, I call it a community. What commu- subdivisions are in there? Uh, the fur fandom mm. is a term that I basically use pejoratively. I use for I describe what myself What
0: does fur as- fandom encompass?
1: Well, that's, that's exactly like I'm almost, I, I try in my head to figure out what it is because I talk about the fur community all the time mm. like it's the group I'm part of. And I talk about the fur fandom like it's all those assholes that I don't want to be associated with. From
0: an outsider, I just say furries as an all-encompassing term. Well,
1: and that's that's fine. It's just I'm trying to think about the connotation in my head because I use I I know I do this. Like I, the word community has a positive, and fandom does not. Fandom, yeah, fandom has a is... has a form of zealotry to it.
0: But then again, you go back to things like like what I can say is that the Tumblr community is very toxic sometimes. But, like, it doesn't... Because it is
2: comprised of fandoms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially. The Ultra Fandom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just... It is a culmination of... It's not
0: LiveJournal. It's not the Ultra Fandom.
1: (laughs) (gasps) LiveJournal. I know one thing on LiveJournal. There is an excellent fursuiting forum on LiveJournal. That's all I know about that website. I've only heard
2: its name. It's Fables and legends, old man.
0: Yeah, it's basically, like, the rite of (laughs) passage for for fanfiction writers and people that currently post on FF and AO3, which, in the non-abbreviated terms, is fanfiction.net and Archive of Our Own, which are basically the two major places to post fanfiction. I don't know. I consider Archive, like, a step up from fanfiction because fanfiction is just, like, you create an account, anybody can post anything. This thing was written by, like, a 14-year-old. My immortal becomes the most popular fanfiction of all time because it's... Hilarious. I still don't know if it's satire or not.
2: Are you above fan fiction?
0: No, I write it.
2: Oh, okay. She's in it, man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. No, I write I my bedtime stories are fan fiction.
2: Yeah, no, she Goes to bed with fun reading.
0: Just because it's, 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 I like fan fiction for the sole purpose that it's where I can find things that I'm interested in, that I don't have to like look through a bookshelf to see all of like the commonplace things. Because on fan fiction, everyone brings their own ideas into the mix of what they think should happen in a certain story or in a certain type of media, and then they put it into story form.
1: Do you explore fan fiction outside of categories that you enjoy normally? Um,
2: or do you only do it for stuff that you would consider yourself a fan of?
0: Uh, Occasionally. As an
2: extension of the content you were already consuming?
0: Like lately with the Undertale fandom, what I uh, have been doing is I've been just going through things that sounded interesting, even if they didn't particularly interest to me. But if I got through a certain way reading it and I was just like, yeah, no, fuck this. I just exited out. Well,
1: but that's Undertale. You already like Undertale. Yeah. Have you ever read fan fiction from something you don't? normally you don't care about the source material no of?
0: because there's no reason for me okay. to i
1: i'm just saying, i read no fan fiction of any kind so i have no idea how that yeah,
0: i how read that i read fan fiction the
2: name would seem to explain that but yeah. i would I need imagine explain. it being a way to get additional experience from a source material that you know can't provide any, i mean undertale is limited in scope once you have the whole game down you know the whole game So having a bit more of extra content, seeing what other people might interpret the content as, is just a way for you to get a little bit more out of the thing that you already enjoy. And
0: it's just like, it's it's kind of a self-fulfilling thing because with the fan fiction that I'm writing right now, which is, it's pretty well gilded. It just hit 19,000 hits, which is huge for me. Um, it's called A Bone to Pick on Archive of Our Own. If anybody wants to look it up, there are lots of warnings on and it. And getting her up is.
2: to 20,000 hits.
0: Yeah, like I'm gunning for 20,000 before it ends. I've probably got a, only a couple chapters left. I think um, it
2: even says nipple at one point.
0: My God. <laughs> But, um, PG-13.
2: It
0: oh, no. Me lose no track. It's, it's M.A. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's rated E. It, it didn't get to rated E until Chapter 12, but there's different ratings in the fanfiction scale. There's, like, M... Well, that's
1: good. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so it's Keep really cool because you can safe. filter it out, too. But the thing with fanfiction is, is that I see it as a way to create more from the content along with fulfilling things that you wish had personally happened. Like... Um, the thing with fan fiction uh, is, is that uh, in regular uh, literary terms, like in libraries and, and schools and Barnes and Noble and all of that stuff, it's really hard to find things that you are interested in from a certain thing you are currently interested in. Like for Undertale, there's no books out there for Undertale. There's nothing that that anybody has written that's like large scale like Undertale. Yeah. No, yet. Uh, nobody's like Fifty Shade of Grey's Undertale or whatever, like they did with Twilight. Um, but it's looking at fan fiction is, is basically just trying to find more out of something that you're already in like, like in love with. As Ryan, a fan Ryan's
1: name. used the term before. It's a lot of authors write books that no one has written yet so that they can read them.
0: True. A yeah. lot of it is like you want to make something that you would personally be interested in, but also there's a lot of fan fiction that tends to fall into the common tropes and go through the same things.
1: How much fan fiction have you written that is exclusively for you?
0: Hmm. Mm. Uh, percentage.
2: One, that one chapter that says nipple.
0: <laughs> no. Um.
1: Just as a percentage. 10%?
0: 20%? Basically, ninety percent of 90%, all the okay. stories I've written have been. But the thing oh, is, is that I've on only that. I've only published about ten percent of my actual writing. Like I have pages and pages of like fan fiction based through RPs. I have like on uh, um, uh, social networking sites and like Skype. For those who and, don't
2: know, RPing is gross. For those <laughs> anyway. of you that don't know, <laughs> the abbreviation RP stands for. Wow! <laughs> you
0: guys, shut up. Okay, I'm I'm an <laughs> no, avid I'm RP'er. Kidding. RP stands for role play, but um, what and I did so much more basically. But what I did, um, I actually learned how to write through becoming an RP'er back when I was still am in S- Keroro so Sergeant Frog, which is the fandom that I've been in my entire life because I was there when it first started. But you have a question?
1: No, that's I'm just, I'm just <clears> thinking about because. Use RP. I'm actually. You know what? Dylan just walked out of the room. Let's just take a break. All right. Dylan, How often do you end up in tubs?
2: <laughs> Fucking. I'd say two out of ten times. Oh At least. Oh. I'm one for. I'm one out of five. <laughs>
0: You but got to sleep on a tub. couch this time.
2: I am 20% tub. <laughs> which sucks, because I am 120% size of the tub. Oh my yeah. god.
0: Well, at least you got to sleep on a couch this time. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't big enough for the air mattress. You were too big for the what? air mattress.
2: <laughs> futon was alright.
0: Your <sighs> <laughs> hair was just sticking up behind it.
2: So, uh, Shadokan's alright. Yeah. <laughs> the... I, Probably won't go again, just because a lot of the content they provided there wasn't too interested in. Yeah, I'm not uh, really
0: interested in going again next year. Like, it was an okay con.
2: The place was great. I would go to the resort. Fantastic resort.
0: It was an okay, <laughs> but I don't really think I'm going to go next year unless I know for sure I can make money off of the booth instead of just running around doing photos. Let's
1: go there and golf. Is there a place? I guess I go to Chicago because I like being in Chicago. I was thinking if there's a place, if there's a convention I go to just for the sake of going to be in the location. I, Thomas Hightower, who I've threatened to have on this podcast three times now, so maybe it'll just never happen, lives up there. So I have a reason to go up there. Other than that, though. Miss Thomas. Yeah. Mm. Come on down, Thomas. Yeah, come on you down, back. you lazy fucking. Hi, working. Thomas. What?
0: Yeah. I don't know, Thomas.
1: I have. No, I
2: guess you'd. You'd probably get along with Thomas.
0: I get along with most people.
2: I think everyone should get along with Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, they should, but they don't.
0: Aww. Mm. Ah.
1: Like, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> I don't want to start shit.
2: Too personal. All right.
0: I have no um, idea what's going on.
1: I don't oh, know. Oh, uh, you were just shit talking. I don't no, know uh, as is. far as cons go, though, I mean, why did you guys pick going to ShadowCon aside from its proximity? Have you been there last year?
0: Uh, I went there two years ago. Last year apparently sucked and I couldn't go and I didn't want to because it was on Halloween and I got dragged up to New Jersey by my family, so.
2: And I went because it was upcoming. I wanted a little getaway from work, you know?
0: Okay.
2: Are there any any cons within three or four weeks of this one?
0: Holiday Uh, Matsuri.
2: Holiday Matsuri is going to be December 10th.
0: That's going to be so much fun. I love it. It's the Christmas con. Everyone is so happy and in such good spirits at that con. Yeah.
2: Is everyone at this table going to be at it?
0: I'm I will. Be
1: at it. Nope, because I'm not going to be there. Trick right. question. <laughs> Actually, no, I... yeah, you know, uh, it's at Disney World. I may check it out. That's pretty close to here.
2: Yeah, it's relatively close. Uh, we're going to be, something we didn't bring up is the outside of the convention, going with friends, the meeting up. Uh, Megacon this year, I hoteled with some people. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, you were with us. You a- I was
2: with you one of the days. I was mm-hmm. con-ratting, where you just kind of show up and hope for the best.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I had some friends. That's uh, really hard to do in fursuit. Yeah. I'd imagine.
0: He was ghosting.
2: I, I <laughs> knew enough, ghosting. I knew enough people, and if they needed me to pay for stuff, I would. I'm not an actual piece of shit. Um, so Unlike? <laughs> unlike.
1: I thought you were going to rat somebody right there.
2: Nope. Con- I was kind of disappointed. Con- rats don't no. rat other rats. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, Are you a good rat? I'm a good rat. I'm a good rat man. I saw that film. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's a 5-7 <five>, <laughs> reference. That's on the website if you want to check it out. Michael Dowd approved, by the way.
2: Michael okay. Dowd approved. But, uh, yeah, being, seeing, having an event to meet a bunch of people. Being, that you, seeing, uh, having. Being, seeing, having. All of these words. <laughs> all of these words. Uh, the see now you're getting into it. You just shit talk him the whole
0: time. That's how you podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, you you I get.
0: want to shit talk him. He helps me with things. Uh, yeah, Fucking
2: whatever. helps me with things all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not, I'm here pretty often. So, yeah. uh, but having friends that you haven't seen in a long time for an event <laughs> that's that's basically why we go, uh, to see each other. It's a good excuse to have companionship. It's it's an event to have things happen while you all meet up.
0: You can get away from things for a little while and spend time with people that you haven't seen in a while. And also, party! Like I'm, AFO! Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, th- do you guys dance parties?
0: Um, I what? tried dance. raving for a dance little dance while, and then I realized that they sucked, and I started going to the AFO pool They party. suck or you suck? No, like, oh, man. Are you
1: great at dancing? She's I'm pretty fantastic good at, dancing. at dancing, yeah. Okay. yeah. I can
0: he can attest.
2: She's, she's pretty good.
0: Yeah. But okay. no, it's just like con raves, when I was younger in the con circuit, when I first started going in 2008, 2009, I was I went to the con raves, and they were pretty okay back then. But looking back on it and knowing friends that are soundboarders and DJs, the con raves are kind of really uninteresting now. And I prefer just to, like, party with my friends in the hotel room or, like, what happens at AFO at the pool party and just party until the cops kick us out.
2: Yeah. So... Being there with good, clean fun. That was yeah.
0: that was great. Oh man, yeah, that was no, a good night. I had a really good time.
2: Things have gone what wrong. What did they kick the, you out for? for no, they just that, called the police. Yeah, at they 11. called the cops like, at eleven. And we figure shit's to gonna happen. Everybody oh, it's preemptive. Yeah, it's preemptive. Oh, it yeah, they fantastic. do it every year
0: now because the pool party gets so big. They're just like, oh, well, the cops are coming at 11, so I guess that's when it Someone's ends. Someone's
1: going to get stabbed.
0: I We watched Somebody
2: this. Somebody did get stabbed.
0: Yeah, actually. Someone got stabbed, and then we had I'm to not watch saying a I cop and <laughs> <laughs> escort a guy out as he was vomiting.
2: Yeah, no, it's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was pretty. It was
2: <laughs> they called the cops just in time. Excellent. Um, I got
0: to scream witness at the entire pool from, like them from Mad so Max. So that they show great. up
2: when things are happening. Do you think somebody mm-hmm. was like fucking called it? Oh, I'd imagine the oh, guy who brings. Was there in a every high time? five exchanged? <laughs> Oh yeah!
0: Oh yeah! With definitely. The police. There one was a- <laughs> one person that I know tried to actually invoke the wrath of the cops, to which case I was just like, "Dude, shut the fuck up."
2: There was one person who went around with a Polaroid camera and took photos of everybody who had thrown up on themselves and oh passed God. out in the hallway, and then left. And the then photo they stole
0: your shoes.
2: And then they stole my shoes, as <laughs> is tradition.
0: AFO AFO is a really fun con. It yeah. is. That pool, I would definitely go to the pool party again. I'm just gonna go to AFO. Worth the price
2: of shoes. My friend flew
0: down from New York to go to AFO to win a contest, but she stayed for the pool party. Yeah, at AFO. And she didn't even win!
2: At AFO, I was also Conrading, oddly enough. Uh, Money's been scarce this year for the George.
0: I'm really pissed off because she won something at AUSA this year. She won Best Masters. Mm. And she didn't win jack shit at AFO. I am peeved. She but another one of course. my friends won, so I can't really be mad. Like, all of my friends that enter these competitions, I'm friends with, like, almost all of them. So when somebody wins and somebody loses, I can't really be mad at anyone because, like, I love all the stuff that they do. But and my friend flew ever. down from oh, New York. Oh, that's the
2: worst. It's I hate not knowing who to hate. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, so I was hanging out with some people, roomed with them. Uh, they live around here. There's no reason that we couldn't have just driven out there every day. Gas. But having... well, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, also going deep on a room together... Uh, How deep on a room? How many people? Oh, fuck. I was... Probably one of ten. I was tubbing it.
0: You were tenning? Oh, man. Funny we, enough. We start capping at six now.
2: They had started
1: drinking. How responsible.
0: That's, <laughs> that's
1: that's within two of the legal limit.
0: Oh, my God. No, like, I've done ten rooming before. It is hell. My friends oh, yeah. and I are experienced. We're like, we're capping at six. Two in the beds, d- d- two people in each of the beds, and two on the floors.
2: Someone here has money. We're going to sort this Also thing. couch beds. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um... Uh, Mm-hmm. I was the only sober person. They started drinking <laughs> at noon, and if you go to Wawa, you can story. get a cup for seventy cents. And what they did is they got one of those cups, filled half of it with soda and half of it with alcohol, and just drank that all day.
0: Yeah, you go to AFO to party, and or I drank that all day.
2: I don't mean one fill. I mean that was they, they were just going yeah. since <laughs> you had noon. To iron Bottom, your pants. Seventy cent bottomless God. Wawa good
1: time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're all see. I just on. I have a disconnect with that because as soon as I start like I can't start drinking without that bringing down the whole thing. Like I, the first couple of cons I went to, I drank relatively early on, and I felt like that slowed my roll so much that I couldn't keep. I couldn't keep going.
2: Yeah, I I feel like drinking should be an S like. I think that's the symbol crash you. before. Yeah, yeah. The bass I recently started
0: drinking, and by uh, cons, and by recently, yeah. I mean shadow con, which was actually really great. And I have come to realize that I am a fucking delight when I am inebriated, as is everyone around me.
1: You're not allowed to judge that. That's <laughs> everyone
0: not, <laughs> else around me said I was.
1: That's that's not fair. You're not
2: allowed to say that. <laughs>
0: I was still cool. I walked out in a straight line. I was perfectly fine. When
2: I'm drunk, everyone loves me when I'm drunk. Yeah.
0: It was so funny. We were shit-talking the guy on the TV in the corner of Chili's, because he looked like a freaking Martian.
2: Like you do. (laughs) My judgment doesn't get worse when I'm on alcohol. It just cuts out all the bullshit. I just get
0: very happy and laugh at everything.
2: It's just a way... I feel like it should be the unwind.
0: Apparently, people had a really fun time with me, or that I was just generally happy and we were rocking out in the car to some badass the Undertale remixes which comes fucking right back to Undertale we were jamming out to uh, it, it, one of the songs it mixed was with Slim Shady it
2: will be the theming uh,
0: it's the flavor of the month yep yeah. flavor of the month theming, con-
2: theming content I would say it's flavor of the month the height is now um it'll be around for the next year I think I I the so, next yeah. the
0: next three months is going to be the popularity five months is going to be the quality and then within a year's time it's going to die down like off hopefully He's gonna Will have it. a quiet Turn decline. You, nobody can see this, but I'm glaring at him. They right
2: no, there. they felt it in the silence. Yeah, uh, but yeah. every time there's no noise, Hanari
1: is mad at Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> or me, I guess she's been mad at me a couple
0: times. I just I make a lot of faces that I wish everyone could see.
1: Yeah, we've. Uh, and then you don't let me put pictures
2: of them.
0: Well, you can, but I'm just just—I'm not letting you take pictures of me right now because yeah, I'm covered in pimples. A,
2: how long before we get a gift set of our faces at the bottom? You us do that shit right now. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> We're not doing that ever. Nope. Okay. Or uh, not. I
1: don't know. We'll, we'll see yes. what it looks like next so week. So the
0: theme of this podcast is fandom and Undertale. Yeah, and sure. And ShadowCon.
1: Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's the what ShadowCon was about. Yeah, Everybody went to so. ShadowCon.
0: Yeah, fandom and Undertale. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't know if, um, I think that might have been a huge uh, reason I didn't enjoy this convention. I was rooming with people that I had just met, so we didn't have as much of a camaraderie afterwards, you know. As we do with We didn't other have friends. the hotel party that you just get back together with your friends and share experiences. Did you have PCD? I did.
0: Yeah, he had was really bad PCD. that was mostly just because of working
2: sucks.
1: For those who don't know, that is post-con depression. I think.
0: You either get post-con depression, con flu, or con hangover or you get all three at once and you hate yourself. Yeah,
2: you either get sad or sick.
1: Or politically correct dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The biggest, most enjoyable part is seeing people that you already know sharing moments after the convention, I think, are as important. Just going on your own can be... uh, The depression afterwards can be a bit stronger because you feel like you had the potential to make friends or that a friendly atmosphere was around you, but now it's gone again. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's the shittiest part of
1: conventions when you start yeah. going. I had that. My first convention that I went <clears> to there <throat> was an actual fur convention was Anthrocon, and that was probably Ooh. just a massive mistake because Anthrocon, for those who the don't one. know, and why should you, why should is you? the largest furry convention there is. There are, I want to say last year, was somewhere around 7,000, which isn't a ton for a general convention, but for a fur convention is enormous and i made a handful of friends there but they were acquaintance at best because they they were also meeting a bajillion people at the same time it's it's the in the tears that we were talking about a little earlier it that con is not cozy you can't it almost feels like you need a click going into it because otherwise you get blown away by the spectacle if that's what you're there for um Oh, Megacon. Was and a lot that. of people. Yeah, that's far.
0: what happened to me at Megacon. Yeah. I had friends. It but they were all the same as me and they were overwhelmed by the new thing. So we all branched off into our own directions. And I was left there just like, what the fuck?
2: And then you're able to come back together and share your experiences. And that's probably the best part. Is, if your
0: friends come back.
2: Yeah, sharing. sharing it.
0: <laughs> I got abandoned in a parking lot during the rave. Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shit Wait, was happens.
2: The rave in the parking lot?
0: No, I got. Um, that's the
1: right place for it. I'm super distracted by the idea of having a rave in a parking lot. It would be so echoey and ins like, oh, that'd be good. Oh, you mean like a
0: parking building? Yeah,
2: like a parking garage. Yeah, parking parking garage. garage. It would just be echo. It would be night. That'd be so
0: great. Oh man,
2: that is that'd be horrible, but it'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's just a great place to be murdered.
0: But think of how loud it would be. It would be too loud. Your murdering would be so loud. Just
2: why it would be a great place to be murdered. <laughs>
0: oh <my God. laughs> to be murdered or to murder?
2: Yes. <laughs> Agree. <sighs>
0: oh, man. All right. Yep. Shadow so it sounds right. like
1: ShadowCon mm-hmm. was a solid six out of 10. Yeah. Like the place? Uh, In the land of seven out of tens. Yeah.
0: It wasn't good enough to be a seven. I don't think I'm going to be back next year, but I had a good time and met people that I genuinely enjoyed and got something out of it, so it wasn't a complete loss.
2: Cool. Not a complete loss. The location's <laughs> fantastic. Definitely recommend the resort. So um,
0: it was so pretty. It so pretty. As for it's the not content. Not good for photo shoots, but so pretty.
2: Yeah. As for the content, mm, not super. Su- we actually didn't talk about conventions having. Co- There's uh, stuff to do there. They have panels and uh Conversa- people who sign things sometimes artist alley mm-hmm. room. I
0: room I got my con badge signed <laughs> by uh, the guy that does the voice for Hawkmon which was pretty great because Hawkmon is like my second favorite Digimon
1: I was gonna say Digimon yeah I feel on track
0: yeah, so he was there, and the voice actor for Ty was there, too. And I got both of them to sign my combat. I don't know what that, that is. Ty Digimon?
1: Also Digimon. It's the also, first, it's the first it. child, yeah. All right. 50% I'll tell Yeah, them. so,
0: like, that was really great, because I, I appreciated both of them, and I like them, and I got to go to their signing, and that was pretty neat.
1: That's something I absolutely just can't relate to <laughs> Going in the first community, is people. that just, that's not a thing. Celebrity. Like, there, there are a couple of celebrities within our community, but they're not... They're not untouched like none of them are untouchable the way that a lot of other ones in other communities seem to be. Yeah, no,
0: even the really popular people like Tom Kenny, he's he he's really, really chill. I've met him multiple times at cons. He like remembered who I was when I brought it up at one time. But he's like the chillest guy ever. And he's like he's not completely untouchable because he just goes out all out for his fans. Well, to but see you him.
1: you have to say that. In the fur community, if you were not approached... <clears throat> No one would care about you. This yeah. is, you know, the, the guy who runs Anthrocon, the the <laughs> businessman practically that runs Anthrocon, <laughs> Uncle Kage was at another convention. He was I'm, at Megaplex and he was drunk <clears throat> as he tends to be. <laughs> um, you know, like you do. And he missed his floor on the elevator going up. He got off on the wrong floor. <laughs> he got off on the second floor. And we had a group of friends that just happened to be sitting at a table chilling at the end of a Megaplex day. And oh instead God. of going back up to his room, he just sat down with us for an hour, and we just shot shit with him. Yeah. You know. Chilling. Yeah. He was just yeah. hanging out, talking about whatever. And he's I, he's a cool dude. A lot of people don't... And this is, this is how toxic it would be to be on a higher plane in the mm-hmm. fur community. There are a lot of people that think he's a complete asshole. For no obvious reason whatsoever. He's the big wig, <laughs> man. Just because he is where he's at like: yeah, it's like people at, who run actually, ShadowCon, two shit. years
0: ago, I got to sit and chat and drink with that guy from the glasses, the guy that runs the, the literal, that guy from the glasses thing on YouTube. He does like reviews of videos and movies and all that stuff. Uh, I And do him know and Aaron Hansen. Yeah! yeah. I got to meet him and Aaron Hansen, and it was Aww, pretty neat, and I got to sit cool. and I got to drink with him for a little while, and he was really down to earth. It was yeah. really neat. Yeah. yeah.
1: Your heroes are all nice people, hopefully, maybe. Hopefully. Also, don't meet them. They're all terrible people. Yep. That's what I heard. Actually, that seems like a Gen X thing. Mm-hmm. The concept of meeting your heroes and it turns out that they're just like complete dudes. assholes.
0: Finding yeah. problematic things in social media and people that you like. Oh man, that's a thing too. That's the problem that they have. Sorry. Was I just...
1: that related to what you Yes. We were t- oh, okay. Yes, it is. I was in the middle of my, I was so in my thought, I had
2: no idea what you were saying. Sorry,
0: no, but it is what you talked about. That's one of the other things i noticed in convention etiquette and just general, like, fandom-esque etiquette. Oh, yeah,
2: calling out people you look up to for shit they say on the internet. And
0: purposefully trying to find ways to break them down so that other people can't appreciate them anymore. You wouldn't
1: happen to be talking about your fave is problematic, would you? Yes! Ah,
0: it's bullshit!
2: Thomas, give me a call. Uh, (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Really? Don't don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. It's
0: horrible. Again. It really is. And then it just like, people constantly look for things to be wrong with other it's, people. It's a
1: Tumblr culmination of political correctness.
0: Where if one person does something bad, it's, they must be a bad person. It's anti,
1: well, it, it goes beyond that. It's the idea that I understand philosophically where this is coming from. It just turns into revenge porn. Your fave is problematic. The point of it is that heroes have flaws. It's the idea that nobody's perfect, and that we put people on pedestals unnecessarily, and then we assume that they are perfect people. But and the they're thing not. about
0: Tumblr's mindset is, but that it they turn becomes it into horrible. Yeah, they turn it into something terrible and be like, uh, like someone that I knew that just recently just started. We started mutually following each other. Like I knew her through a couple of people that I did. She's a very prominent voice actress on Tumblr. She apparently liked the fic that I'm writing for Undertale, and I started going back and forth with her, and now we're mutuals. But um, I saw those mutuals. Mutuals means mutual followers on Tumblr, which means you follow them, they follow you.
1: You haven't shortened that to mutes.
0: No, it's just mutuals because no, mutes mutes, because us. mutes is ableist.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah Tumblr, talk,
0: Tumblr is really big on on calling things out. I'm probably gonna get called out on this podcast if anyone finds it, but
1: nobody will find it. No one will find it. Nope, no one. Will we find hide it. it really well.
0: Yeah, but what happens yeah. is that um, like someone was writing <laughs> a list of all of these artists. Like I know a lot of really popular artists on Tumblr too. Like Kevin Bulk, he's a really good friend of mine. I've known him for years. We've went back and forth, and we talk about like all of his stuff and all of my stuff, and he's we're just really generally chill. So I was reading this list of a person that put out, and it's said, this voice actress's name, I don't know what she's done, but she's been there long enough, somebody can probably dig something up about her. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck kind of mindset do you have to have so that you just literally purposefully find things that are wrong with people so that you can call them a bad person? It's really toxic and shitty.
2: I'm feeling toxic today. I'm running out of people to hate on. Who can I hate on, guys? Like, is that seriously the appeal of the website? there are people that try and shit on Markiplier, and
0: I'm sitting here like, why the fuck would you ever try and shit on Markiplier? Yeah, like... He's such a uh, good guy.
2: You were listening to an audiobook that I was overhearing on the idea of public shaming and how that is illegal. That book is called
1: So You've Been Publicly Shamed. It is written by a guy named... John Ronson, who you may know as the author of *The Men Who Stare at Goats*, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god, he's a fantastic
2: author. Yeah. I recommend pretty much everything he's written. Uh, in that book, is this website just a culmination of that? It's a variant of it. It's okay.
1: they're they're out for blood, in the way that it's it's that. And again, there is a message underneath. Are they it.
2: actively trying to destroy people? Yes.
1: What? It's, I mean yes, people are looking at it that way. It if turns it devolves into that easily. If you
0: yeah. don't fit into like the thing about Tumblr is that it it became a platform for a hive mind mentality. And if you don't fit into the very specifications of that hive mind mentality that they've come to accept, they will destroy you because they just feel that you it's they're outcasting people that are even, that are outcasts. Is
1: that why you're so popular there, Hanari?
0: I don't know, like, well, no. I mean, that question can, why, why, wait, what?
1: What, I wanted to see if that bothered you, and it did.
0: I don't know what the question, what, yeah, why is that what I'm so popular about?
1: Are you part of that hive mind?
0: No, um, I'd like to think that I'm not. I mean, I just kind of, what I do on my blog is I just put up stuff that I like and I don't really worry about anything else. Like, I put up my cosplays, but I also reblog things about, like, what I'm currently interested in, like, Undertale and Sergeant Frog. And then I just put up, like, stories and stuff that I've written. I put up, like, my personal like So there
1: is, is other parts of Tumblr?
0: Yeah, like, there's okay. different, like, yeah. factions and whatever. All right,
1: you were, you were leaning in the direction of calling <laughs> Tumblr just a force of evil.
0: Oh, no. I mean, okay. it can it be. 4chan.
1: Unlike 4chan.
0: It contains the possibility of... Of a force of evil but the website as of itself is it's it's pretty good for certain things like um like the creators of steven universe they all have all of like blogs on tumblr that they put stuff on they put out concept designs art background stuff from like the show it's really really great unfortunately recently in the steven universe fandom a really big shibakal happened that i'm not gonna get into, I just combined the words debacle and shebang, but, um, I'm not-
1: Oh, you went shebang, okay.
0: Yeah, but it's something that happened that was really, really serious, and all the writers for Steven Universe were just like, you guys need to chill the fuck out. Like, the Steven Universe fandom completely ignored the entire show's message of love and acceptance for each other, and ended up just doing something horrible as a collective hind mind, and almost caused somebody to kill themselves. Somebody that was kind of prominent in a lot of different fandoms to call themselves. So it was really just horrible and, and badly done. But if you can manage to avoid the toxic size of Tumblr and just basically just do whatever you want or for doing what you want for you, then it doesn't matter. I've stopped caring a long time ago.
2: Um, I don't know if I would <laughs> consider... I mean, there are hive mind aspects of it, of a uniform method of thought. But I think... More, and they discuss this in the book, is this sense of righteousness that people get when exposing wrongdoings in others. And that is prevalent both on the internet and especially on Tumblr. And apparently this website is nothing but people getting up on a high horse by tearing others off it. It's a Tumblr blog. Oh, it's it is? A
0: lot, yeah. a lot of the thing is that it's also... A majority of the Tumblr blogs are run by people who are in their, like, 16, 17, 18 mindsets, and they have a very specific idea of how the world should work because everything that they do they feel the need to be inclusive of their own personal interests. Like Tumblr is a very good place for acceptance if you fit into a certain criteria, which is So almost it's not kinder- a good place
2: for acceptance.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Not at all. Absolutely okay. not. Yeah,
2: we've but, we've talked about the issues that Reddit and mentalities of masturbatory circular thinking operate. Of So what's the value? Is of it salvageable? We.
0: I don't actually.
2: I don't actually believe it.
0: it's salvageable if you have X kit. But yeah, nobody knows well, what it's
2: supposed
1: to. That, be. But that. I mean, that fits aesthetically into what Tumblr is. <laughs> Which
0: is a clusterfuck.
1: Yeah, and they at least embrace it. I <laughs> guess. They. They seem to. They live to f- it. They I
0: fully. All the people that seem to run staff. Tumblr look like really like hipster esque douchebags to me. Like, they did, like, this, uh, I don't know, I don't remember what magazine it was, but they all got, like, interviewed or whatever, and every single one of them looked like a total tool. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Hate me if you want, delete my blog, I don't give a shit.
2: That's some harsh
1: talking. That's some. They probably get that all the time.
0: (laughs) That's
2: actually what most of the website is full of.
1: They're they're, they're a website on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, they're probably from Silicon Valley. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture.
0: My God.
2: From SoCal. A Becca. A Becca. Um,
0: No, what were we calling? What were we calling the guys? Tanners. Tanners, yeah.
2: Tanners and Beckas. Tanners and Beccas. That's a pro. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That checks out. It's the West Coast, just full of Tanners and Beccas.
0: Like, oh my God, tenor.
2: Yeah. Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll be there someday. No, I'm moving to Seattle. Anyway, <laughs> don't tell my mom that. I miss New York.
0: Uh oh. I miss New York.
1: New York's scary.
0: I miss New York. What?
1: What about New York so cool?
0: The fact that. Aside
1: from temperate... Michael Dowd. <laughs> temperately cool.
0: I just, like, I loved—I lived I lived at a pretty prominent place. I lived on 52nd and 6th across from the park, so I had, like, a gorgeous view of Central Park from my freaking window in my place. It was fantastic. I was very, very little at the time, so it was a wonder to me. But I just—I miss being someone that came from— A world where everything is constantly moving and busy, to a place like Florida, where it is a goal to come here in order to relax and chill out and basically die or go to Disney. Um, it's it's a it was a huge culture shock for me, and I'm a person like Dill said that I live by be constantly moving and constantly having something to do. And living in New York gave me this feeling of that I kind of belonged in the busy world that lived up there. When Christmas and the holidays came over, it was absolutely beautiful. The decorations, the way that people like just had like about them it was absolutely great and seeing like the snow and all of the leaves changing colors and just the seasons that happened there and how perfectly it did it makes me really long to go back up north why haven't you i don't have the money and and i don't have the reason
2: and well you have a reason you just explain the reason yeah
0: well i i have a reason but like i have a feeling that if i go back up to new york then all of the things that i've worked for down in florida are gonna end up being swept under the rug Because going up to live in New York is going to be a lot more difficult than the situation I'm currently living in. Because New York is, it's very expensive to live in New York, even if you have multiple people going in. So if I were to go up to New York, I would have to probably sacrifice a lot of the things that I'm passionate about in order just to make a living. And one of those things is cosplay, and I refuse to give up cosplay.
2: Just go to New Jersey.
0: I lived there too. (laughs) It was very nice. The place I lived was nice. I lived in a place called Springfield. It was like we had our own golf course that the PGA Tour went to occasionally. It was really small, like Jewish community. It was really neat.
1: Is your family down here now? Yeah. Okay. So that's how you
2: ended up here?
0: Yeah, Yeah. my dad. Okay. I'm not going into that.
2: And unlike uh, New York and Florida, people want to die or be dead.
1: (laughs) Or a little bit of both.
2: Or a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Or do enough drugs until somebody's one of But, like,
0: up. there are just so many things that, like, happened up in New York. And just, like, the people that live there, the way that I lived. I lived a very fast-paced life happening. when I was a kid. And that's what I'm used to. That's one of the reasons why I'm so high-strung all the time is because I'm just used to things constantly happening. And that's the way that I live. But coming down to Florida where, like, I moved from Manhattan to St. Cloud. It fucked me up. If you ever go to St. Cloud, don't. Just don't go to St. Cloud. Don't ever go to St. Cloud.
2: Are we starting beef with don't ever go to Ohio either? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I,
1: we don't even need a reason to bring this up. Don't live in Ohio.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, get out of there if you are there.
0: Bye, Nate. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a reason. You, you're going to tell me in the emails you send to garbage.net at gmail.com that Ohio has the highest salaries for whatever position you're doing, that's for a very
2: good, because ri- it's terrible. Because you stare death How in the di- face every day.
1: What day. I've got one for my brother, <laughs> <laughs> which is plenty. Actually, I should probably check that thing now, because oh, I actually man. have a thing on the website that makes it at least slightly easier. But the yeah. name is net at gmail.com, so it's almost impossible to intuit
0: how to send me an
1: email, which is how I want it. I want
2: people... So actual
0: garbage D.O.T.
2: If they, yeah. If they want to send me an email, I want them to really want it. (laughs) Uh, Funny that you mention it that way. I tried to contact Toby Fox, creator of Undertale, for some type of discussion. About uh, your
0: papyrus head, probably.
2: Oh, no, we'd probably talk about Super Smash Brothers. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know if you've checked the website, but if you try to contact them, he intentionally made a link that you cannot just copy and paste. You would have to spell it out.
0: Yeah, that's what. And I And he
2: tells you, guys, it's not that easy.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: So I can appreciate that. Yeah, he'd be good on the cast. Yeah, I can appreciate that.
1: No, fuck it. I don't want him on here, man. <laughs> but yeah, Author don't go to St.
0: Cloud. St. Cloud is hell. When you go from the center of Manhattan to like Cowland, you're just like, what the fuck did I just get myself oh, into? Oh man, Cowland. It's so weird. There were cows. This is the first time I ever saw a cow in my life. Is when I and came it to this state. Your life. It was so weird. They were so much bigger than I thought they were.
1: What? Okay. <laughs> how small did you think <laughs> like they were? Pig-sized.
0: I'd, like pig-sized. I, like, hmm?
1: No. Nope.
0: Yeah, they're nope, huge! wrong. But I'm short, so everything is just fucking gigantic. You guys are tall as shit. For
1: those at home, Hanari put her hand up, but she didn't put it up far enough to account <laughs> for how large cows are. It
0: wasn't, okay, so I put my, my hand up to my shoulder, but in actuality, cows are, like, bigger than my head. Or taller than my head. Yeah. Yeah. Cows confirmed Watch
2: for bigger than head.
0: Oh my yeah. God. Sun confirmed for flat.
1: <sighs> Do we have anything else we want to talk about here?
0: Didn't you want to ask me about like RP and story community or something? No, but Doda. if you want okay. to talk
1: about it, ah. no. No, Dylan. We're not. No, I already no told Doda. you. you I know, days, man. I know about Dota. Actually,
2: I haven't been playing or enjoying it as of late. Because so. he's been too
0: busy Undertale.
2: Yeah, I've been being productive, I guess. Playing Undertale.
0: Doing no, I've actually there's...
2: just been doing stuff. That's Excellent.
1: Good. No, I have to get Matt that Keep in here on Dota because he's the only one I know who still plays it.
0: Aside from Dill,
1: we're whittling it down. Didn't. Yeah, Dylan barely, 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 barely plays, it. plays it anyway. Next time we'll what? Oh, I don't do that anymore because nope. now I actually know what I'm doing in advance. I oh. don't have to cop out by just saying uh, <laughs> next tune in next time when and then it? just hitting the button and going. Yeah, we're gonna have an Undertale podcast. Uh, we're gonna do. I'm gonna. When is this going up? This is going up Thursday. Thursday, so mm. yeah, no, mm. a trip to the moon will be up probably on Sunday, Monday, something like that, and then we'll have an Undertale mm-hmm. podcast, that'll Yay. be up at the end of next week, Wait. yeah, we got all sorts of garbage this going Thursday
0: on. This Thursday
1: or next Thursday? I don't, I don't know, man, Thursday. Mm. Thursday. <laughs> yeah, check Thursday, <laughs> Okay. and uh, something will be going on. Hanari.
0: Hi, yes. Nice
1: to see you, I don't see you all that often, but I it know, was a yeah. pleasure having you on the podcast.
0: Thank you, thank you for having me.
1: Dylan, what are you still doing here? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? All right. Get out, Jill. My shoes are outside.
0: You already well, you left once. you should go once. get those
1: shoes. This is David Paddock signing off. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in.